are live. Hey, Concrete. Hey, girl. What's going on? Girl, it's a day. How's your weekend going? Uh, too short. I need a day in between the weekend and Monday. Girl, tell me about it. Tell me about so, it. Like, I don't have a chance to get everything done that I need to do. Oh, I've been there. Such is life. Right, right. How was, how was your weekend? Too short. Very, very short. It seems like it was Friday um, afternoon yesterday. <laughs> mm. And it's like um, Friday afternoon and Sunday. Here we are. <laughs> mm -hmm. That's how I feel. And it's been... You know, I'm busy at work, too. So I'm like, you know, busy at home, busy at work. And I'm like, okay, I need a rest a, a rest day somewhere in between. But soon, soon enough, soon enough. Yeah, I understand. Mm -hmm. It's beautiful, though. It's nice. I'm like, I wish I could sit outside on my deck and, um, you know, do the show. But I'm so loud. I'm like, oh, <laughs> I'll just sit inside, but it's it's a beautiful day. That's the upside. Yeah, yeah, it's really, excuse me, it's really nice out here, too. It's almost 70 degrees here, so. Um, yeah, here, too. Yeah, my son is gone with his family for a couple of hours, so he should be back home shortly, and um, that'll be the end of the, probably, you know, winding down from the show, that'll be the end of the day. Well, um, at least you had a little break too, you know. Yes. Break this weekend for a few hours at least. Yes, honey. And all I did was sleep. Sleep. Mm -hmm. sleep. Mm -hmm. I know the feeling. I was like, oh, I need to take a nap. And I was just sitting up and um, like I was chatting with my man. And um, so probably about 15 minutes before the show, I'm like, I felt my eyes start getting heavy. I'm like, oh, I waited too long. <laughs> So I know the feeling, but um, I'm going to get to bed early tonight. So I'll get rested later. Okay. No rest for the weary. What <laughs> about this show, though? About this title? Yes. Mm -hmm. Are Black Women Worthy of Marriage? Um, I think this is going to be a good show. I think it will definitely be interesting. Um, I can already, and I haven't even peeked in the chat, but hello to everybody who's already joined us. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much for your support. But what she was saying, everybody, thank you so much for your support. I hope you guys are having a great weekend so far. Um, yeah, so how's everything going with you guys? How's everything going for you? I'm going to talk to you Hey, Craig, what's that guy? You mean like uh, deep fried chicken and add some mozzarella? That's pretty easy. I don't know what happened. I'm just talking. I must have accidentally clicked, clicked exit because I'm just running my mouth and I'm like, oh, shoot, I'm not even on air. So, um, water scraper is my mic better now? They said my mic was muffled. Was were they talking about yours or mine? They said yours. I don't know, but can y'all hear me good now? 
Can you hear me good, Concrete? I can hear you great. Can you hear me good? Am I coming across clear to you? Yeah, you're good. Okay. Well, um, maybe it's better, hopefully. Fingers crossed. But um, and I'm gonna speak closer into my mic, um, in case they were talking about me. But um, I was just speaking to everybody in the chat. Thank you guys so much for your support. Thanks for joining us. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, as it pertains to this title, um, I think I know what the consensus will be uh, regarding our, our topic question, at least as far as the men go. So, um, but I think it'll still make for some interesting dialogue. Um, but what say you about our topic? What, what are you? What are your thoughts about our topic? It's like if you are asking the question, "Are Black women worthy of marriage?" It's a hard question to ask and to really be honest about it because um, I don't think anybody's ready for marriage. And so, it's, you know, it's like something you get into and then you figure out like, oh, shit, this is probably not what I thought it was going to be. Um, this is not what it's cracked up to be. So I don't really know. Um, <laughs> I kind of feel like... Um, I don't want to really say I'm on the fence about it because I'm not, but I don't really think that um, we're re as ready for marriage as we think we are. Mm. Well, uh, so before we get off into it, I do want to say that the idea for the topic came from a comment that was made by none other than Roger. <laughs> he, he's, he is an antagonist, but um, he, he made a comment referencing, you know, black women not being worthy of marriage. And, you know, we, we kind of, you know, decided to do this as a topic. Um, I do want to also say this. Um, we understand that there are men and women of both groups that are not married for or not ready for marriage. So I know one of the common arguments that we'll probably get regarding the ladies or the pushback will be, it's some men that ain't ready for marriage too. We know that, <laughs> but that's not what we're focused on today because of the fact that men are the ones who propose. We're seeing there are less proposals, obviously, because there are less marriages. We're also seeing an increase in the exodus um, of black men that are exiting the community and leaving the community. Um, so therefore, I think that this question is very relevant um, and it's an important question to ask, regardless of whether or not we agree on, um, you know, what um on whether or not black black women are ready or worthy of marriage um it is still an important question to ponder it's um it's one of the questions that i think that's important when you're trying to do some introspection um you know am i worthy as a black woman or as a black man you know whatever but um it's an important question and we're gonna talk about it today so um you know we we gonna get off into it as we do and um yeah so what, okay, what is your answer to the question? Do you think black women are worthy of marriage as um, a collective? As a collective, do I think black women are worthy of marriage? I think that as a collective, no. I don't, I don't think that black women are worthy of marriage. However, it's not because I know you gave, you were saying how, you know, people aren't, most people, well, people aren't ready for marriage until they get into it. I think that um, if you've had a, if you sustained a long-term relationship, uh, there's not going to be a whole lot of difference um, between that relationship and marriage. 
Um, I know a lot of the fellas feel as though uh, women change when they get married or people change when they get married. And I've seen that. Um, but and I'm not saying that that does not happen. But um, my reasoning is because I think that we have we as a group um, collectively, we have a lot of work to do, you know, internally. I think that, you know, we have a lot of traumas that we haven't overcome. I think right. that we still need to take accountability for a lot of the actions um, that we are personally responsible for. Um, we still need to be better at holding each other accountable and we still need to um, stop uplifting mess you know like when i and i i don't um i go like on different social media platforms and i'm different uh i engage in conversations with women about a variety of topics and um you know i see like some 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 common things amongst black women and you know a lot i have to like admittedly say that you know as a group um you know, I love my sisters. However, I think personally that, you know, black women are, um, okay. I, I, I'm not going to go into that just yet. I'll let you chime in and then I'll come back with my commentary on why I don't think we as a collective are, 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 you know, even ready for marriage, let alone worthy of it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think we have a lot of things to, um, overcome, um, a lot of healing, uh, especially uh, the traumas that a lot of women have experienced. So I think that there are a lot of things that need, you know, like a lot of self-care needs to be had um, really before a lot of us even consider marriage, a lot of therapy needed. Um, yeah, then I think a lot of the reasons for like why men don't propose anymore uh -huh. are the divorce laws. Um, men don't really fare out as it pertains to marriage. Mm. You know, not at the end of one. I'm sorry, repeat that, Danny. I said um, men don't really fare out of marriage. You know, they don't really get their oh. um, the, uh, fair deal um, as it pertains mm -hmm. to marriage, especially, you know, at the end of one. Um, because most men don't right. equate like them going to work, them taking care of a household, and then the woman, let's just say she was a stay-at-home wife or something, mm -hmm. they don't really equate that to being like the same thing. They, I don't know any man who equates um, a woman standing uh, managing a family like the same thing. Right. And I, I think that, you know, me personally, I think that it's a tough job when you have children um, to, you know, be a stay at home mom. I think that, you know, managing a household is not an easy feat. Um, I know that most women that I know work outside the home and they manage a household, even those that are those that are married and or, um, you know, have some sort of long term relationship. But I do understand your point regarding guys not getting a fair shake. Um, I, I, when I, and I, I, um, I have to agree with you. Um, I do think that some of the information is exacerbated when it comes to black men, because I don't know a ton of black men who, 
um, you know, are required to pay alimony and things of that nature. But uh, but overall, I do still think that, you know, they like what is the incentive for black men to marry? I think that's a, a, an important part of the question that we should be trying to answer um, along the way. But when I think of black women as a collective, um, I do have to admit that I, I, I see that black women are selfish. Um, and I think that there is almost a movement that is masked as self-care that is encouraging more of the selfishness. Um, I think that Black women have been disloyal. I think that we're not, we're uncompromising. We're not trying to compromise. We want what we want and, you know, the way we want it. And we don't even know what it is to be in a working relationship where you have to compromise with someone. Um, In addition, I think that we're a bit self, uh, excuse me, disillusioned too regarding what marriage is. I think that we don't understand like how much work marriage requires I think that we do um idea I think that we we are idyllic about it and we think that it's you know how it looks on tv and we don't realize that you know marriage is work it's tough work and it's um I think that is another reason why um a lot of marriages fail because people black women get into them and they don't realize how much work it's going to be they don't realize that you know I'm not going to be put on this pedestal and spoiled like a child that you know there are going to be standards and requirements that I have to adhere to and you know we don't like it yeah I think that's a really really good point because I think a lot of us do have like a fairy tale image in our head mm-hmm. it's like you get married you get married <laughs> um you, you you know you get prepared for your big day you're doing the wedding shopping you get mm-hmm. dressed and you get girl I've been the there shopping. I think most of us have because you know I used to look at it in that way um even though I'm not a proponent of state sanctioned marriage I still wanted a ceremony and I was all like oh you know thinking that it's you know it's gonna be the big dress the big to do and the big you know, show that I'm putting on for everybody. Um, now, you know, when I talk to my fiance, we're like, no, we're doing something very small, very intimate for our immediate family and, you know, a few close friends. And we're going to have a big reception, but like, I don't care about all that. I'm not, you know, trying to shell out $30,000 for a wedding. Girl, I thought that um, I would get married at 24, 25, right? <laughs> and I was dating a guy really heavily and we were really serious and he proposed and then Mm -hmm. he told me that he he cheated on me. Wow. And I could not, I I couldn't deal with it. You know, it was just like um, all my feelings for him kind of went out the window, so to speak. Mm -hmm. And so uh, my grandmother, and I can remember my grandmother like, nah, you know, um, certain things are going to happen, but you really need to gain this experience Mm-hmm. Um, right now, while you're a young lady, you know, before you get pregnant and everything. And I was in the military. Mm-hmm. And I, I remember thinking like, shit, I'm 25. I'm at the prime of my life. Right. Why am I going to settle down with this fucking jerk whore? Especially <laughs> since he cheated on me. And I, you know, mm-hmm. I couldn't get past that. Yeah. And um, she was like, man, you are making a huge mistake. Um, you know, certain things as a woman that you're you're really going to have to learn how to get past. And, and I'm like, shit, grandma, it's a new day. I ain't got to get past shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he cheated on me. He's out. Right. And so um, it just kind of made me think what's crazy is he ended up marrying the, the woman that he cheated on me with. Oh, wow. And 
they've been together for a long time. Um, yeah, they've been together for a, for a while, but I don't necessarily think it's a uh, it was a happy, always right. happy situation because she never worked and mm. she really didn't have any ambition or anything. Mm. And so it was like, um, you know, I should have settled down with you. I wish I had a uh, really tried to convince you, you know. And I, but I was over it. I was fucked that. Yeah. Mm. Cheated. You're out. And she, yeah. No yeah. regrets, though. No regrets. Yeah, and I think most of us do. Uh, you know, there was a point in time. Um, I remember before my ex proposed, and I was, mm, I was probably about twenty four, and I'm like, okay, if he don't propose this year, it's over. And you know, I'm kind of like thinking, like, okay, you know, this is your last chance to propose. And two years later, he proposed, and I was like, no, 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 three years later, he proposed, and I didn't even want to marry him at that point. Um, <laughs> it was kind of like, I do think that we as women do this. Um, a lot of things are for show. So, you know, I think I wanted it initially to say, uh, you know, I have a husband and I'm like, yes. by the time we had gone through so much by that time. I was like, no, nah, I'm good. I'm like, you know, I kept, I didn't say that initially. I kept delaying it and okay, well, you know, we need to work on this first. So we need to work on this. And I knew in the back of my head though, that I was kind of over the relationship and, you know, um, I was on my way out. Yeah. Yeah. I was definitely like, you know what? Um, I'm young. I'm hot. You know, my body was in the best shape of its life. <laughs> like Mary and that yeah. you know what that brings about a good point when you say that a lot of the men say we wait until we hit the wall before we oh. even want to settle down and the other narrative is that most black women don't want to get married we hear black men say that on our show all the time that black women don't even want to get married and I used to rebut that and push back against it um, because I, I hear women say that they want to but their actions don't line up with their words yeah they say they want to get married but then they are bypassing good brothers you know what I mean yeah they say they want to get married but then at the same time um, you know they're extremely selfish and they have all these conditions for any man that enters their lives and you know what I mean so you know saying it is one thing but you know what do your actions reflect yeah and I I, I think um me being 25 26 mm-hmm. you know and I, I never really I don't know it's like I don't know if I would have made a I think I probably would have made a good wife because my grandmother was a wife for a long time my mother was a wife for a long time um, mm-hmm. and, and these were very domesticated women, um, real, real, uh, you know, handle your business in the house and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But, um, for a, like for a long time, like, yeah, it probably wasn't for me at the time. Um, Yeah. It wasn't for me. Ever. Yeah. And I've always been marriage minded, um, you know, and everybody, most of the women in my family, um, my, my great grandmother and great grandfather were together until, you know, uh, my great grandfather passed away. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, same thing with my grandmother and grandfather, my mother, she, she was married twice, but um, every woman in my family, um, um, maternal and paternal, um, you know, have been married, except for I have one aunt that was not married, but was in a long, long term relationship. And most of the women in my um, family um, are either married or have been in relationships for 10 plus years. And we are, um, 
so you know i've i'm marriage minded i've always been in these long term monogamous relationships um i just um you know as the older you grow that your my your thoughts regarding mar- like it's not as important as it once was i guess for you know for me like i i not that i'm indifferent to it um but it's not like uh, my, my number one goal it's not as high on my list of priorities i guess yeah well let me not front to you honey um you know, <laughs> so i to hit this damn wall hard hey oh, boo. hey Carlin, how you doing boo <laughs> <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, you know, I also wanted to say when I was talking about, you know, black women and as a collective, and I know there are women that are going to say, well, you know, I'm not selfish. I, I compromise and da, 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 da. Um, I am not talking about anyone personally. I'm just talking about collectively as a group, because these things don't necessarily um apply to me i mean i'm a little spoiled but i'm not like a lot of the the um the character flaws that i listed don't necessarily apply to me but as black women i think that um we are hard to like let alone love so therefore you know we have a lot to work on like black men don't like us as a collective like we got and it's not not for them even if we think about it for ourselves like we have a lot of um you know like i said unresolved traumas and you know that that manifests itself in anxiety and you having you know being an angry black woman and snapping on people because of <laughs> you're on edge or you know what i mean like you're you're you you have undiagnosed mental illnesses and issues and things that you're dealing with and you know you're not even seeking treatment for it because we've normalized these behaviors within our community and it's not even something that you're concerned Concerned about, but we should be working to um, be our best selves for ourselves um, first and foremost. Right, 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 right. <laughs> um, yeah, honey. So, as far as people not being ready, you know, we we kind of talked a little bit about um, what what do you feel like would make a woman not ready for marriage? Um, well like you know a lot of the traits that i um would point out would point back to the characteristics that i said i feel like you know to be um marriage minded um you need to be willing to submit to your partner first and foremost um and you know when when i when we say these things oftentimes um people will not argue the semantics of the word but they'll they'll bring up things that are that are obvious to me, like, oh, well, you know, some men aren't worthy of submission. Well, I'm not talking about the men that aren't worthy of submission. Um, You as the woman have the choice in who you allow into your life. So choose a a man who's worthy. Choose a man who has good leadership qualities. But I think you need to be willing to submit and respect your partner. Um, I think you need to be selfless. I think you need to be willing to sacrifice. Compromise is absolutely key. Like, you have to be willing to... um, you know, hear him out and, you know, uh, meet in the middle and things aren't necessarily going to go your way. Um, you know, you have to be loving, you have to be, um, and dare I say this coachable because <laughs> look, I already know that's probably a trigger word. <laughs> look, I'm not <laughs> saying that you need to change who you are, but 
you do need to be coachable. I had to modify some of my behaviors, you know, with my current partner, like just because every man is different. Um, even when you think about something as simple as, okay, let me get, cause I, I have, to, I try to break it down on an elementary level for, for us. Um, even as simple as the, maybe the way he likes his plate fixed. Maybe he don't like his bread touching the juice. And his, you know, so when I say things like that, you, even if you think about it on a basic level, every man is different. So you have to learn what he like, it likes and be able to flex, you know, how you do things to ensure that you're accommodating, you know, your partner. And that's just, that's just what it is. But what do you think regarding the, the um, what traits do you think a marriage minded person would need to have? Um, you spoke on something very, 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 very um, interesting, which is being coachable. Mm -hmm. A lot of us aren't coachable. And especially after we get past a certain age mm. with me being 40, mm -hmm. right? Sometimes it's hard as hell to, t uh, for somebody to tell me what to do when, <laughs> Carla knows. <laughs> I can imagine. Yes. I can imagine. You concrete. Um, I'm just saying. You know, after you get toward, after you get a certain age and you have your own things and you've kind of established um, your life for yourself mm -hmm. and a man comes into the picture and he likes things done this way and he wants certain things done this way and he wants mm -hmm. a certain you cooked on Tuesdays and mm -hmm. stuff like that. Or uh, when it comes down to deciding where you're going to go for dinner and, you know, um, or him telling you, you need to um, even like as far as the YouTube shit. Um, hey, you, you probably need to sit your ass down over here. And, <laughs> and it's like when you get to a point like, at, at, especially as a black woman after a certain age that's never been married, it's mm -hmm. hard as hell uh, for us to be coached. And right. I consider myself pretty submissive. Pretty submissive. Have you ever lived with a man? I'm sorry. Yes. Just, I just thought about this. Yes. Oh, okay, okay, okay. And it was, um, you know, I, I was kind of raised old-fashioned as far as my grandmother was concerned. And I, me and my, um, my baby daddy moved in with me at one point. Okay. And so... With that, it was a very immature relationship. Um, mm -hmm. I always kind of had in the back of my head, why buy the cow when you can get the milk for free? And mm -hmm. my grandmother um, preached like, why buy the cow when you can get the milk for free? And that shit stuck in the back of my head. So mm -hmm. uh, I could never say that I was fully invested while we lived together because I kept thinking in the back of my mind, like, okay, I'm cooking, I'm cleaning, I'm uh, doing the thing sexually mm -hmm. and, shit, and we're living together and um, it was like this man doesn't really have an incentive to marry me because mm -hmm. I'm already doing the things that a wife would do and so right. then you hear it on the opposite side like well mm -hmm. you need to know how to do these things in order to get the man to marry you and shit but what right and in addition I understand that concept why buy the cow if you can get the milk for free? Um, but for me, uh, it's important for, like, I don't feel like you get to see 
the true person that you are in a relationship with, um, unless you're around them for extended periods of time all day long. Like you got to be able to get on somebody when you have your own home and you're coming and you're visiting for a few hours. So for me personally, before I ever enter into a union, it's important for me to be able to live with you for even if it's just for six months or whatever, um, you know, but I, I need to, I feel like we got to, I need to see how you communicate. I need to see how you work through conflict. Um, so for me, it's important to, I, I do things my own way though. So I know people think that, you know, that, that I know that's not orthodox, but for me, um, that's what works for me. And I want to be able to see how we resolve conflict together. You know, maybe yeah. you're going to trigger me to the point where I'm like, okay, I can't deal with this. And I'm not, you know, coming on here as if I'm not also, um, you know, a work in pro- progress. I had to be coachable in order to get where I am in my relationship. Like in the beginning, my man probably was like, oh no, <laughs> because I have to fight against my uh, innate desire to fall back into um, Western teachings, you know, everything that I've been indoctrinated to do. So he is, um, uh, he is, I'll say he's, he's pretty old fashioned. Um, so, I, which I am too, to an extent, but not as much as he is. So I had to modify behaviors and, you know, it was, it was a process for me as well. So when I'm saying you need to be coachable, I had to be coachable, um, you know, in my relationship to get to where we are too. So, you know. Yeah. Um, I think it's a huge adjustment, uh, especially when a woman turns a certain age, because when you get a certain age and you get set in your ways and shit, it's like, yikes. Um, yeah. yeah. And I agree with that. I am, um, I'm, I'm pretty agreeable. My man probably would not, don't, doesn't believe that I'm as agreeable as I like to think, but I'm pretty agreeable. I'm pretty easy to get along with typically. Um, but, uh, I do still think that, you know, of course the older I get, the more I'm like, okay, I, I ain't going for that. So yeah, the more set in your ways you become. So, you know, I, I agree with that. And it, the older you get, the less compromising you are, um, you yeah. know, you, 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 yeah. So I agree with that. Yep. Are you ready to open up the panel? Um, yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. I see them down there taking little shots. Uh oh. <laughs> Ray Alexander said, "Where can he get some of this free milk that we're talking about?" <laughs> I, I mean, from my understanding, it's pretty, pretty. It's a pretty regular thing within the black community that we shack. You know, we don't marry, so shouldn't be too difficult to find. Go to any any hood near you <laughs> you'll be, be able to get the free milk you can definitely get that um, whole milk definitely uh pay that uh that section eight housing fee <laughs> that twenty dollars a month goes a long Let way them tell it, yeah pay that twenty dollars a month you can move in sir <laughs> what you know about that <laughs> get you some uh what's the housing called uh <laughs> What? You know, like, no, but there's a project. HUD. Oh. HUD is a um a government. I mean, not a government, but a voluntary organization. They build homes. I thought. Oh, like there is an organization that is like over 
housing housing and urban development is what you're talking about yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it's an acronym you're right you're right you're right yeah hey complex all right hey what's going on happy sunday hey complex happy sunday to you too happy march 1st happy right. i don't know fill in the blank <laughs> leap year all that good stuff yeah all that mm-hmm. stuff right? first day after leap year and everything happy yeah. women's history month this is women's history month is oh. that what it is also <laughs> yeah <laughs> it is. oh okay feminist <laughs> i guess i'm basically gonna learn, i have a lot of i'm gonna learn something that media. i haven't been taught already <laughs> yeah i see i'm celebrating i have a lot on my social media i'm like oh it's women's history month do they have a men's history month Nah, y'all don't have a specific month. <laughs> no, okay, Mm-mm, not at all. I just, that's 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 curious. But anyway, um, I just the topic is interesting. Um, I don't know if you guys are reading my comments there. Um, I saw a few of them. Yeah, I I don't think uh, it was the question is are you are black women marriage material? Is that what it is? Are they worthy of marriage? Are they marriage material? Um. I guess that would be a subsequent or a good follow-up question, but the topic is, are, are black women worthy of marriage? Um, I mean, that's kind of subjective. True. Yeah, it's subjective. Um, I mean, I was married to a black woman, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah sure. I mean, I guess the I guess the simple question or a simple answer would be, yeah. I mean, if I were to kind of use what about collectively own. though but we so i know like individually yeah there are some i mean i think i'm worthy but i think most women do but collectively well i think well i i guess that's where the, there's a problem in that line of questioning right because it is it's subjective see so if you say collectively um i don't i personally don't require the same things that most dudes require right from mm-hmm. a mate okay so i couldn't really answer that yeah, there's what I, well, every woman's different. Uh, you know, True. there's what I require. Um, and that, that's why I think you can't really look at these types of things. Well, that's part of the problem is, is that we kind of look at these types of things with um, not enough emotional intelligence. Don't, don't take that as a slight or anything. I'm just, this <laughs> is just an observation. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, we're not emotionally intelligent enough to really think about the implications of something like a marriage. Um, we, we have, first of all, you have a you have a you have a social structure in place to where it kind of reduces um, the intention of it because you know there's no what incentive is there today today for any guy to engage in it if you just hightail it and you take shit with you. Um, you know, I just, that, that's just fundamentally not like a good deal. Right. Um, so there's, there's that, there's the whole, just that whole angle. Um, and then there's also, I guess like the power struggle because, uh, you, look, we got to get it out of our minds that, uh, that traditionalism is something that we can return to. Um, I don't think there's any interest in women to give up any, any power that they have. Right. Um, and, and the fact of the matter is, is that you do relinquish that to some extent, um, in in a relationship. So, um, I think, uh, you know, that's why I, I, like I said, for me, what worked was an incorporated union. And, you know, that's something where 
there's a heightened level of commitment in order to pull something like that off. Right. So I don't think the average person can do something like that. So I, I would just relegate that for a different class of people altogether. And I really wouldn't include incorporated unions into the discussion of a marriage because I don't think the average person is actually serious enough um, about the, not the notion of marriage. So, you know, we'll put that aside. But outside of that, you have to really kind of redefine what relationships are going to look like because no one's good. No one's given up anything. And this is just my observation. This is just somebody's, you know, kind of. I agree. I don't know if they think they're, I I don't think most black women find that um, giving that, that it would be beneficial for them Mm -hmm. in any way to, you Mm. know, to give up. And it may, and you know, here's the thing, here's the thing. It may not be, I, I don't really know. I know for me, um, my requirement, I need a helpmate. You know, that's what I need. And so I'm not going to knock a woman if that's not what she wants to do, right? Like, everybody's got agency. Everybody's got agency. Black men and black women, yes, we both have agency. So I would just say exercise it responsibly. Very, very true. Very true. Hey, Game Changer. Hey, Noah. Hey, Jonathan Phillips. Hey, people, game changer. What you got hey, on this? I'm scared to ask. But what you got on this? Uh-oh. What's going on, Sister George? Concrete Rose. Um, so, um, on the question, I actually came to pose a question myself, but um, to answer the question that you had um, on the thing, um, are black women collectively um, ready for marriage or marriage worthy? Well, um, I think that a couple of generations ago, or one generation ago for you, um, Sister George, I'm not sure how old you are, Concrete Rose, but uh, during the Boomer generation, um, they suffered through hyperfeminism, um, and as a result, a lot of feminist mothers didn't really prepare their daughters for marriage because they thought it was oppressive. So, um, not too long ago on my channel, I read a passage from Rebecca Walker, who is the daughter of um, Alice Walker. And uh, what she stated was she didn't allow her to play for dolls because um, it serviced her unnatural motherly instinct or something like that. Um, so what winds up happening for many women who who are um, unable to to get out of poor nurturing and they have been indoctrinated with um, with that ideology that marriage is oppressive and things like that, even for a significant portion of their life, most women grow out of it. But what they find is after they grow out of it, um, they're in a situation where they should have been preparing for this their entire lives from the moment they comb their baby doll's hair. Um, but instead, they're at an extraordinary deficit. Um, and some of them move forward and some of them move back. So um, it's, it's, it's a very, um, it's a very, uh, I don't know what the word to use. I mean, it's a it's a horrible situation that that many women of the Generation X and um, the preceding generations had no control over. They just found themselves in this position. It's interesting um, that you say that when you talk about dolls. I mean, I think back to my childhood and how, you know, we would play dolls and we would play wedding we didn't play marriage but even when i think about my own upbringing like no one talks about or no one talked about what it is to make a marriage work um you know you heard about and you kind of fantasized about the wedding 
Um, and that's as far as you thought, that's about as much as you thought about, you know, being married. I mean, I don't know if it's something that um, should be taught directly. Um, I think that that's something that's um, naturally inside a woman on um, treating a man um, a certain way. I think that that's her natural instinct, much like uh, treating children. But um, I think certain... it's something that could be taught. Like if you have well, like, thinking, a womanhood I... training. Well, well and... I, I think that the antithesis of it is being taught. So, you know... Um, you you have people um, mm -hmm. at, at a abnormally high concentration in our community that says you shouldn't be doing this, you know, even though you probably have a natural desire to, as you said earlier, fix your man to play a certain way, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, you will have others that come um, and enter your headspace. Um, and I'm not saying you individually. I'm saying a black woman of your generation and um, period that will come and enter your headspace and try to convince you not to do these things. However, it is your natural instinct to do these things. Um, well, I, I, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry, game changer. I'll, I'll go after you. No worries. Um, so I talked to um, Danini um, a couple months back, maybe um, two, three months ago. Um, and even though she has a desire to submit to her husband, Warren, and I'm sure she does, um, she has a problem even saying the word. Um, mm -hmm. So she's following her natural instinct. However, um, social conditioning um, uh, forbids her from admitting that she is a submissive person. Uh, whether she is or not so you know it's, it's very disturbing i think that um a lot of women are naturally it's a dirty word but uh, let me ask you let me ask their natural instinct wow. for, um for women no i mean that's how people look at it i wasn't being serious exactly. being exactly. oh. no no that's how you've been taught to look at it and i think that that's um tragic tragic is the word i'm looking for when i think about the situation that previous generations have put y'all in would y'all yep. agree that um, marriage requires a submission to each other in a certain sense? Fuck no. <laughs> it's reciprocal. It has I've to be been reciprocal. hearing that a lot. No. Like no. It has streets, to be reciprocal. That's, no, that's no, a new no, phenomenon that's not, that makes no sense. No. How? So, you can hear me? So no. Yeah. <laughs> go, go ahead. Y'all niggas, y'all niggas want straight to be a tyrant. That don't make no sense. No, 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 no. Um, being I don't need no pushover. No, why would you assume that all forms of leadership is tyrannical? Yeah, I'm not saying all forms of leadership is tyrannical, but you lead as a man at the head. If the woman is there with you on your side, rocking with you. Well, okay, so 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 when you request leadership, why would you assume tyranny? There are different forms of um, leadership and tyranny. Yeah. I have nothing but the best interests of those who follow me um, at heart. I would yeah. not be a tyrant to children or a woman. I need but an I example do, of how I men submit to women in relationships because I don't understand it. Well, Maybe it I'm missing sense. the point. Okay. Huh? Um, let's say she cooked uh, a huge Sunday dinner, right? She cooks a Sunday dinner. Um, he does the dishes. He rubs her feet. Um, there are certain ways that women submit mm. to a man not, and it doesn't just um, require her doing what he says, but how she takes care of him, um, the care that she puts into taking care of him. And I think that is a very reciprocal thing. Like, um, if so I said he, by his care, like the care by the care that he puts into taking care of her. Yeah, I think um, that, that's a certain that to me, that, to me, and that's just to me, that's a, a certain form of submission. But then understanding where your weaknesses are and where your partner's weaknesses are. Um, she may be good with money. He may not be that great with money. So she, if she can manage money better and they have a, a certain type of trust, then he trusts her. So that is 
to me, that performance. Well, I guess well, no, 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 division, division of labor and division of task is not. Um, is yeah. Not yeah. You know, because, basically, um, you have your delegated tasks um, to have a functioning household, and so does he. Um, and just because y'all have separate and perhaps even equal um, roles in it, um, there should be no mistake on who leads um, the, um, who has the final veto power of the relationship. Well, yeah, and, and uh, okay. Is he the you sole know, provider? Well, well, I mean, well, that's up to you. I personally um, um, intend to be, even though the person I'm with um, is a high earner, you know, I, social, I personally intend to be. Well, okay, you know, I, I think, um, yeah, I, I don't, I don't, I'm not really sure. I don't understand what what the whole dirty word submission uh, equation is about. Um, okay, so I never, so my wife and I never talked about submission, right? It, it wasn't a, it, we didn't, it, 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 we didn't talk about it. It was kind of like there was just sort of like this sort of natural male female thing. I'm not really sure yeah. how to describe right, it. I, right. I, I don't know. I, I kind of call it fucking nature or something. It is, nature. I, you know. We, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. We That's, don't talk I'm, about it I'm totally being facetious. I'm totally being facetious right now. Hopefully, you get the tone. What I'm trying to say here is that you're, you're trying to rationalize like these man-made concepts that are put in place of sort of like a natural sort of interaction. It, it, it boggles my mind. It's kind of like, okay, it's not really even a submission. It's like, I think that somebody mentioned reciprocity. That's really what it is. Because see, what, what, what reciprocity requires is that both of you give. Uh, you you, you like both it. give, exactly. okay? See, so if you're both giving, I, I mean, there's really unless you unless you're in a situation where you're the giver and then they're the taker, okay? Well, you know, that's a whole other discussion. We can have that, and I think we're dealing more with incompatibility, right? Like, so that that's not going to work. But in, in a in a compatible scenario, we both give. There is yeah. no I, I require you know this. You give. Fuck. I, I, I don't know. I agree. Like, I agree. I like that reciprocity. Um, and it could, you know, you give up, you know, in different ways. But when I think of submission, that's why it's hard for me to imagine, imagine a man submitting to a woman is because like, you know, yielding to that person, like, I think foot rubs, I think it's like, could be a display of love or, and or uh, appreciation. Um, but well, it's hard for me to well, picture well, well, Rose, let's let's look at this with a, with a little or a higher level sophistication mm -hmm. here, right? So, in, in light of what we just we touched on just a little bit earlier, where um, from a societal position, uh, we kind of have more of an equal footing, right? In terms of our ability to earn wages, um, you know, exercising political viewpoints, everything. We're, 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 we're equalized, right? You see, so maybe the model for something like that, given this is where we are, is a model of reciprocity. Mm. Okay, where there's, yeah. a, there's, an, there's an acknowledgement of, of what our values in society, okay? Um, whether they be imagined or created or true, whatever the case may be, Okay, let's just assume that we have equal value in society here, okay? So then what would be the model to have like uh, positive based relations? 
maybe perhaps it's a model of reciprocity. I dig it. I like it. Mm -hmm. um, Go for it. I was going to say, hey, Mella, what you got? Hi. Happy Sunday. Thank you, Mella. Hi, Mella. Hey, Mella. <laughs> Don't worry. I've harnessed, I've, I've harnessed my bad girl image for your panel. I've harnessed her. And uh, yeah, apparently I've developed the reputation of being disagreeable, which chimes me into this particular topic as to whether or not black women deserve to be wives. I would say collectively, it's more than a challenge ahead of them because they haven't been domesticated at this point. And, and what it takes to domesticate a young lady into a sense of agreeableness with her soon-to-be spouse is to understand that she is to be docile, cooperative, otherwise known as um, submissive. That is what it takes to accommodate a marriage um, as a woman. That's what it takes. That's what it takes for him to be secure enough to walk through that door and stay focused on his mission while he's leaving the next day. And that is the, the system of, that's the way it operates. It, whatever it takes to keep him focused on his mission to profit the union that you have between you, that's what you do. And, and they prefer that you, um, not only all this other stuff we're talking about, like cooking and cleaning and, and, um, making the the place cozy, but but there's also your behavior. You know, your behavior has to be disciplined, not because he promised you a big diamond ring or a wonderful wedding. It already has to have been instilled by uh, women who would instruct you as you're growing into adulthood. And unfortunately, women just aren't taking the time to teach their young ladies how to properly conduct themselves so that they would be an attractive um, choice for marriage. And yeah, so collectively, Hello? they got they got some mountains to climb. Agreed, yeah. And that's my answer to uh, that. Hello? Oh, I'm sorry. Can y'all hear me? Uh, we yeah, hear we, you can, we can hear you. But yeah, okay, who's the guy who um, who's the guy who brought up the uh, the, the, the tyrant point uh john is he still john. on the panel yeah john. yeah, yeah. what Ty characteristic of a right quick, brother um i don't think you could hear mella mella could you say something to see if uh ty city can hear you microphone check ty yeah i can hear mella okay cool all right yeah I'm here, okay ty. so what characteristic of a tyrant do you think women don't want um, hyper, hyper abusive. Just when arguments happen, toxic masculinity. <laughs> um, no, women don't I'm want joking. anybody. Are you serious? No, I well, I can say, um, women don't want anybody. Wait, wait, huh? wait, wait, wait. wait. <laughs> see, this is this is funny because see, um, I've heard this like five or six times 
people saying that a man that just wants to take total control is some kind of tyrant. And yeah. that's not true. It's kind of demonizing you for wanting to be in that position. And women want a tyrant. I think we want a tyrant in a certain way. We want someone productive. We don't we don't want someone abusive. That's tyrant, a tyrant is equate that's a tyrant. equates abusive, right? <laughs> Yeah, well, I'm, I'm just, just talking about abusive no, part. Like, if, abusive. A man, if a man leads the house, want, then that's no issue. What they don't want is a woman who's, um, or excuse me, what they don't want is a man who don't appreciate Damn, their submission and don't, um, and don't take on the responsibility that comes with power. You see, we have, um, we have, unfortunately. No, just don't be abusive. We'll work it out. Well, some women, you want right, your so submission. That's what I'm saying. When the, the word, um, the right, negative so is not, the, the term tyrant is, What I'm saying is the term tyrant, the, the term tyrant is used to only like put a magnifying glass on abuse. And when people say that, that's not true. It's just not. If you ask a woman what she looks for in a man, everything she names is going to be a characteristic of a tyrant. Well, well, Ty, I ain't, I ain't disagreeing with you on that one. Actually, that's a more uh, concise definition i've heard on on these youtube streets of what you just said because uh that's the only thing i was talking about like the abusive part like if a man takes charge and leads his household and manage the household and make sure everything is running give that man a beer and leave him the fuck alone he ain't no that's not a problem he's taking care of what right. needs to be taken care of right but see, um, that's what I, anything so else is textbook definition tyrant uh cruel and oppressive ruler is that what we want ladies now I feel what yeah, you said, Tyson. Yeah, the traits that we no, no, off. no. Yeah, yeah, and and yes, they do want a cruel person. They do want a cruel person. Yes, they do. Would you equate? They don't want no nice guy. That's for sure. At least in my age group, they don't want no damn nice guy. Well, why would they you want somebody want to be well, cruel to you? Why? Why would you want somebody okay, so, to do that? Okay, so I think so, it boils down to here. slightly messy. Here, here. Let me explain this, right? So I don't trust women at all, whatsoever. Even a woman that I'm with, right? There's no trust. I just don't do it, right? Mm -hmm. So, is that not a characteristic that you want me to go out into the world with? Do you want me to go out with just trusting everybody? What is you trusting your woman have to right. do? Right, that's too extreme. Well, because that's what I'm saying. With this whole tyrant thing, like you want somebody to be one way at home, and then is mad when they can't go out into the world with that tyrant mentality. I don't know if I agree with that, Ty City, because I think that, um, like with the mean woman, right? A lot of men love mean women because they feel like because she's mean, she's not going to be open to uh, men flirting with her. She's going to know how to shut men down. Um, and she can be mean to everybody but that man. And so that man still feels like he's won something because she's able to have a um, certain hold on him that everybody else can. So if I'm dealing with a man, um, I wouldn't want my man to be a tyrant to me. Um, I'm not saying I'm not saying be a, I like how y'all trying to say it towards the woman. I'm just saying 
Yeah, I understand what you're saying, Tosidi, because when you think about most masculine men ain't taking no stuff, they're extremely assertive, they might even be viewed as aggressive. When I think of like even the stuff that I see people labeling as toxic masculinity, a lot of very masculine, manly men that I know um, may d- display some of those traits. And I think that, you know, we're, we're trying to redefine masculinity is what it is. But I, I don't think that we want somebody to be cruel and oppressive to us. However, I do understand that a lot of the traits that we say we want, you know, the leadership qualities and, you know, that warrior spirit is one that a tyrant would possess. Right. And not, you know, said these guys, I don't sometimes I listen to like some of y'all women talk about men and I just be like, y'all just want somebody to sit up under you and then you complain that they're not doing anything. Yeah, I, I get that uh, feeling, too. I think um, uh, Sarah Lena mentioned that, too, that that is a um, fetish for many. Uh, many black American women. Yeah, I mean, we got it. What was it that I remember a few months ago, they was talking about 50, 50, 100 percent, this, that, and the third. Yeah, I don't mind. I'm a 100 percent type of dude. That's how I'm right. Yeah. I mean, I yeah, don't care I what niggas got to say. Like when I say when I say something got to go, something got to go. It, because what happens is if it's not that way, you get you. They, the woman gets to weigh her options, whether she wanted, you know what I'm saying? I, I'm not even willing to put myself in that position. Well, all forms of traditionalism um, and masculinity um, and feminine and femininity, as it's been historically defined, is being discouraged in the black community on both sides. I give an example. Um, I I bought a young lady who was very good to me a stove, and I received enormous pushback for from both men, uh, black men, and black women. <laughs> Wait, talk about that. I've been seeing that stove thing black going around. Can you pushback on it? Yeah, um, wait, wait, wait. I, I didn't get that joke. I've been seeing stove all over the place, bro. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, that's them making fun of me. So, um, well, Concrete Rose is a reason why, um, why I received it from black women. So, um, on, on a holiday some years back in, um, in Dominican, I, um, I met a lady. So, here's the thing I met a woman online, and the first time, um, that I met her there. We spent the week together um, just, you know, enjoying everything. And she showed me around. So I got to see portions of the country um, that I would not have been able to see without her. So, you know, she she kind of worked as a as a de facto tour guide um, slash lover. And um, and we stayed in my hotel. Um, the second time we went, I was there with my boys again. Um, however, I stayed an extra week. They stayed one week. I stayed two. So when they left. And, um, you know, the the contract was over on the villa that they uh, that we rented. I um, I said, OK, I'm going to get a hotel now. And she suggested that I stay with her. So I stayed with her for four days. Um, but there was a couple of reasons that I had to um, get back, um, primarily because my Wi-Fi, um, her Wi-Fi wasn't sufficient to, to do my job. Um, so I stayed with her. So I stayed with her for four days and um I noticed because the way their situation is there, mm-hmm. um, they have a different level of poverty and she is very young and just starting out in life. Mm-hmm. So, so um, the way it works there is that you only get one appliance that comes with the apartment. Um, 
So like some places I have a refrigerator, some places mm-hmm. I have a stove, some places I have. And what she had was a washing machine um, and a dryer. Mm-hmm. So you only get one appliance per thing that comes with it. So um, after observing this situation, um, we went to the store. Um, and I, it was my initial intent to buy uh, toys for her kids mm-hmm. um, um, as a gift uh, for her son. Uh, primarily a playpen because he was rambunctious. Mm-hmm. And I noticed that, and this isn't something that's common here, but on um, in a store that's equivalent to our Kmart, um, they have what they have uh, stoves. Oh, okay. And they're only two hundred dollars. So I figured this would be a nice gesture, a nice gift, uh, considering that she's been very good to me for you know um, years now, for two years now, and um, and it would make things more convenient for her instead of her going to her neighbor's house to cook food. Um, she can do it in her own house and she's all, she also could cook for me. So I didn't really see a problem in purchasing it for her. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, she was very happy and you know, the, um, the that neighbors, nice actually gesture, but I see why you yeah. got pushback from black women. Yeah. Um, so, but I'm just saying the pushback shouldn't exist because, um, I felt that I was behaving as a traditional man should, um, being a provider to someone. I mean, because the alternative would be to just, you know, um, you know, part my French, but to live off of her for four days, fuck her, and then leave. And yeah, that would I, I, mean right. If she got yeah, kids. That, yeah. I think you did a nice thing, but I, I can understand why you got pushed back in this sector. Actually, from the men and the women. I mean, I get it. You know, it is what it is. But I think it was nice. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Well, it was nice, but what I'm saying is, um, more than nice, it um, it plays into the um, she was playing her submissive role, and it played into the provider role uh, or the masculine role of men. However, it was highly discouraged, um, which shows how far away from the culture we right. are from the tradition. How did he buy an expensive present? He said it was two hundred dollars. That's that's expensive. I mean, well, it's relative. It's it's relative to a person's income, I guess. But um, no, it's not that expensive. Well, okay, and also and also consider this: um, the hotel would have been sixty dollars daily, so you know it would have been two forty anyway. So she did save me a considerable amount of money. Plus, you know, um, I, 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 I ain't I ain't, I ain't even gonna knock you, bro. A woman off a back page. So I mean, like, come on, it's $200. I, I, I ain't even gonna knock you, bro. Did the baby come into your consideration? Did her baby come into my um, consideration? Yeah. In in what way? No. You said you. No, I'm serious. You said that you were going to purchase originally purchase something for the child, and you Uh you decided to turn it up a notch into something that would benefit both her and the child. That's what I think is the. That's what I think the judge. I think is genius. Because you just you accommodated both of them in a beneficial way. That was nice. Well, it wasn't yeah, just nice. Changer. It was genius. Go for it. I, I'm not gonna even knock. I'm not even gonna knock you, bro. Because I think there's a lot of dudes doing a whole lot of stuff like that. And I don't think he was ever the type of guy that said you wouldn't do it. So I'm not getting no hypocrisy out of from your end. Well, no, I, I never said that. I know I know I really harp on the submission portion um, for women, but, you know, I do understand that there is a responsibility that men have to women, you know, else I would be a tyrant. So, no, I, I, I'm not I, I don't pretend to be a pimp or anything like that. Um, 
you know, I do believe that men have a responsibility to the women um, who submit to him. Just um, think of the efficiency of it, right? Instead of a hotel. Correct. And the, the uh, a gift for a child and a, a, a gift for a mother, you just consolidated all of it with $200. That's, that's yeah. kind of smooth. Yeah. And like well, I say, well, it's, it's well, very well. different here. Well, the other one that I think <laughs> you and you and you and you and you and um and um and a Thai city uh, uh skipped over was the cost of the meals. So now, like he said, yeah. the, the meal the meal prep, which is meals for him, that's yeah. snipped in the bud, right? That's snipped in the bud. With they're that. saying we've changed the topic from marriage to prostitution. <laughs> hey, you know, hey, hey, you know, and I really <laughs> I wanted, I wanted to comment on the marriage. No, 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 no. We still, we still talk about about that comment because that's disturbing because um due to our history and poverty um black people in this country have a close connection to prostitution meaning that there is a time in our history where um every man woman and child was at least two to three degrees away from mm -hmm. a prostitute which means that you that you develop opinions on this culture um and you know right I think you know they think it's simping and all that type of stuff right you exactly. Know, tricking I, and exactly it's not so i mean because there isn't a line in the black community between um between tricking simping or um or um just being a general provider there isn't basically what we have developed on both no, no, no. I don't so, it, so I got a question for this. I got a question for yeah. this. So okay, is right, right, marriage right, right. a high right. level of prostitution? Right, right. So is marriage, is marriage is the highest level? Uh-oh, get out of there. Get out of there. Get out of there. I don't agree with that. Not but in that's my opinion. Only but... you have a <laughs> get out is of there. Is it the highest level? No, no. Not if in my opinion, know. but I've heard the arguments. Because come on, man. No, get out of there. We're not going to act like Melania for his Jonathan. I mean, she's like a mail order bride type. Come on now. Okay, so see, here's the thing. There are people within this country, uh, most other cultures within this country, don't have to ask things like, is this prostitution? Is this tricking or anything like that? There isn't a blurred line between uh, being a provider and a submissive woman um, um, and being a hoe. You know, there isn't a blurred line and there isn't, or excuse me, um, being a, a trick. So there isn't that blurred line. We as black people, because of our history of poverty, we always question ourselves, you know, am I a prostitute? Am I a trick? Am I a pimp? Because we, we're we all too intimate with that dynamic. So, um, and what I see as a result is you have two groups of people um, who are trying to one up each other. And if you are not one upping the other person, then you are shamed upon. I'll give you an example. If you are not a woman who is behaving as a um, prostitute who is getting as much um, uh, material money or excuse me, material gain for her uh, sexual attention, um, if the material gain to sexual attention ratio is low, meaning mm -hmm. you're having sex with a guy several times and you're not getting much of a quote unquote bag, then mm -hmm. you are down upon amongst many other black females. And also um, on the black men's side, if, mm -hmm. you, if you are providing a significant amount of goods, um, whether there's something she needs or, you know, just, just um, luxury goods, you know, and she is not putting out that much, um, then you are looked at as a tri trick or a simp. So what's going uh -huh. on? Men are trying to fuck as much as they can for free, mm -hmm. and women are trying to That's get true. as much as they can from a man without fucking. It's right, sick. Right. We're so, never going to get anywhere like that. So I on think the there's other, a forty dollar cap for most men in the chat. 
the forty dollars no, come from when I was in the Dominican and I interviewed some prostitutes um, on my most recent trip, um, and and they told me how much they cost uh, for the two of them, and it was forty dollars. Wow. So y'all go, so y'all go over there. Basically, to buy pussy at wholesale price. Oh, um, I don't know what a wholesale price. I'm not. Is. I'm not. You know, I'm no, not no, knocking y'all. No, no, can I we be honest? I don't. Can we be I don't honest? know what a wholesale price is, but no, I didn't entertain these two. Oh, girls. for two, that's um, the wholesale price. Oh well, it's okay. But that is wholesale. Um, it's a well, cheap path to okay. the coronavirus. That's what it is. <laughs> hey, let me uh, let me chime in on that on that prostitute and a wife shit because okay, I mean, a prostitute is not going to wash your underwear and then provide some type of mental stability. You know what I'm saying? Like, I get what guys try to make that reach, but I mean the separation has got to be there somewhere. You know what sure. I'm saying? Mm. So, I, I mean... I agree. I agree. I, you I, say I, that, but I read an article actually yesterday that says that sex workers provide some sort of holistic healing to men. So, and this was, you know, regarding Western Western women. Western right, so let workers. me... So so that comes from a woman that's not prov that's not provided something. They're, they're subsidizing their needs with prostitutes. Mm. Yeah, and the whole pimp hole um, trick dynamic also assumed that um, that sex is the only thing a woman provides a man, and that really uh, limits uh, the perception of a woman's value. Submission this, this, is key. Um, this, this, that's why. I, go ahead. Yeah, I mean, this right here is an impossible argument to make with people who think linearly. Because sure. they were just looking at it from one dimension. I mean, at the at the end of the day, everybody, everything is a quid pro quo, you know. And there's going to be a value exchange, and it's going to come down to the individual this, level. This for that. Yeah, what whatever he or she deems to be, you know, a good a good exchange or a good bang for his or her buck. Is that you more know? reciprocity? Yes, but it it it, it A lot of people just look look at it like. Oh, it's a prostitute, or oh, it's a worker, or oh, it's someone who's getting money, this, that, or whatever. But it, if a guy's getting, and I'm not defending games, I'm, you know, just, I'm not speaking about you know his situation directly. But a lot, the reason why a lot of these guys will completely um, tune out and take themselves off the market here domestically and have arrangements overseas is because they get they get a better value exchange, you know. And the same guys who who knock them for doing that. These same guys will go ahead and, you know, buy, you know, $120 shoes and, you know, uh, buy $200 jeans. Can you explain jeans. that, though, the value exchange? You said it's better? Yeah, exactly, exactly. Because, because these guys, a lot of guys domestically will spend far more money just for the possibility of getting asked or getting laid to go out on a date, to look, to look a certain way. They will trade off their productivity and their time you know, to kind of look a certain way and uh, carry on a certain a certain persona to achieve that same end, to achieve that same end game. But yet, the Wanaka guy who takes himself off the and again, I'm just speaking to Wanaka guys who choose to just go their own way, take themselves off the market here domestically, and just strictly, you know, deal internationally. And domestically, the only thing they're focusing on is being more productive, is advancing their their careers, is advancing their their assets. 
that's their that's their whole focus here. While these guys are shitting the green and the coon and riding around town trying to impress the you know bras who, 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 who give a damn about it. What happens but when they, the they, they the day, want children? Money. They're still tricking. What happens when they want children? What happens when they want children? You're talking about people who travel internationally for companionship? Yeah, people people who are supposedly, I think you guys. You broke up. Well, 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 to that question, I mean, I I don't, I don't, I, you know, I don't have a communist mind. That's an individual decision. That's not a group decision. That's not a have children for the community decision. That's not a black. That's that person. What that man or that woman chooses to do with their uh, body or not huh, do with their have life. kids. That's up to them. They they are not obligated to have children for the for the better good of the community or Black America. That's an individual decision. And if they choose to make that trade off, that's cool. Nobody questions Black women to the point of this of this whole topic who made the trade off in their youth instead of I don't preparing think that's what she was to asking, be. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hello, I've returned. I'm sorry. I had a I had an interruption. So so no no one no one questions, you know, so no one questions black women who chose in their youth to make a trade off to advance their careers in their life, trading that off in in lieu of earning learning the skills to become a wife. And that's the reason I came on here is because the title of this thing is Are Black Women Worthy of Marriage? And I laughed at it because I'm like, well Shouldn't the title be "Are Black Women Worthy of Being a Wife?" But I know that would make sisters feel a certain kind of way because even the word "wife" today has a certain connotation of being submissive. That sisters no, won't even say "wife" no more; they will say "marriage." That would have been a better topic because that's essentially what we were talking about in the beginning, um, and we hit on how mm-hmm. um, we, you know, there's a, a lack of understanding regarding what's required to be a wife. So that would have been a better correct, topic. correct. So, so here's the thing, right? What is marriage in 2020? Right? Because let's just say you have you have you you found the woman, she on your program, you know what I'm saying? She she rocking with you 100 percent Marriage, marriage is that marriage. what what I'm saying is, is is that enough? No, marriage is bullshit. Again, it's it's a ruse. It's a sleight of hand. The conversation should be about husband, I think wife, that's not, an individual. not marriage. It, it, you know, it's no, no, it's no. Hey, hey, I'm with you vary. on that because see that that's that's how I'm rocking. Like, just be on my program. We rock together. You know what I'm saying? We can handle uh, what we got to handle as a business together. You know what I'm saying? That's how I'm rocking. I don't see, yeah, um, I, I don't see this whole marriage thing playing out like it's the '50s, especially for men who know better. Like, it's going to have to be some major changes, and I I don't think it's what most women want. Well, 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 all guys. I mean, again, to to uh, to uh, each his own. But you know, to a man, you know, to to the to the individual man, I just got to ask you: Do you want do you want marriage or do you want a wife? No, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> that's exactly what I'm saying, bro. Like, exactly. Hey, you you rocking with me or you not? Because this how this how it's going. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I mean, I mean, I mean, because in in 2020, you can marry a doll. You you can you can marry a damn a fucking doll. You can marry you know, yourself. You, Women are doing yeah. You can marry yourself. Exactly. You can marry anybody. But but this this, this what I, I, and I say this too, man, because uh, it, I was looking at this uh, documentary and they was doing some research on this married couple, and uh, the marriage papers were lost, and. What I'm saying is they they, t- they didn't know the difference. 
They these people were married though the whole time. You know what I'm saying? I actually know someone that went through something similar. They found out 20 years after the fact that their marriage wasn't legal because the paperwork was never um, the paperwork was never satisfied. So right, but would she act different if she knew that? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Good question. Now, I got another question for the panel. So is it best for black men to either lobby in America to see if we can get the laws changed or go overseas? Because I think the expenses is going to be the same way because going to wait, Brazil. Wait, 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 wait. So me, I don't think the government or should be have anything to do with your union. Reform. You and your wife. I agree 100 percent. I don't even think that while we're talking about reform and I'm saying get rid of it. It should be a, a, a two-party situation, not a three-party situation. Yep. I've seen that well, there's actually some consideration to that um, by some um, southern, like, uh, southern states are considering, like, um, something similar to what would be, like, a common law marriage because there are less and less people. It's not for our benefit. It's because they're, you know, the marriage rates are so low in some of the southern states that they are also considering changing things but i still think that if they do that that would still um make it so that it's a three-party um contract you know because there would still be some contractual benefits that means that they'll recognize the union and the relationship and they will uphold it in court and still allow women to benefit in in the same ways that they do in state sanctioned marriages because i believe that black men should have their children should should be more easier to have their children and and have to be able to, the ability to be able to have their driver's license have brothers getting felonies over over this over this shit because marriage child support that's where I'm saying like we need reform here like brothers going overseas traveling yeah that's cool that's dope y'all doing it big but y'all brothers that's going overseas yeah, and I getting understand pussy, that's buying wholesale pussy instead of fixing the problem here. <laughs> I do agree that the problems need to be addressed abroad. Like we talk about, even when you think about people that are breaking into the country illegally, as opposed to fixing the situation or addressing the situations in their home countries, I think that there is something to be said about the fact that no matter what, there are the problems that exist here in our country still need to be addressed at, you know, at some point. Because not every brother can pack up and move. Like, like, not, every, like, let me, not every brother can pa just pack up and move. Not every brother got that income like, or businesses, investments, line of credit, just like, stuff to be able to like, make that move. Like, 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 let, me, let, me, let me just dispel a myth from, again, from my, from my personal belief system. I don't believe there's a problem here, you know what I'm saying, you know, for, for me. You know, so um, it, my whole thing, is it's all about brothers exploring their options. Because as soon as you, I, the whole thing about there being a problem, what that kind of, you know, leads into is, oh, they're running. Ain't, no, ain't nobody running from shit. I mean, I've got lady friends here that I deal with domestically as well. You know what I'm saying? But again, that's that's just, that's just me. The, the whole thing as far as You don't as think that the laws shows, are lopsided in that? No, I mean, I, I don't care. About, I mean, it, it doesn't... So I, saying I've never you don't thought, care versus not thinking that they exist is two different things. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, 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 I've, I've, never, I've, I've never... I've never fear them that deeply you know there are a lot of guys who are stuck on stupid because they fear the law so much i just think they're just they're just they're just thinking too damn hard 
You know, they just need to go out there and live. I'm all for brothers traveling to explore their options. That not to run from no laws, not because shit is broken, not because the, the there's nothing wrong with that, Ryan. I'm sorry. No, no, no. I wasn't I even said, I agree. There's saying nothing that. Wrong I'm just with saying, that. like, let's fix A, then we can do B and do it big. At, at least try to put ten, twenty thousand dollars, like Mr. Research talk about all the time, about getting a candidate, putting some money down, and Why? making sure that your agenda gets gets met. Because we got to fix this to make sure that you're not going to be able to be put in that uh, column box in fifteen years, twenty years later. You know, I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's cool that yeah, I, it don't affect me now, but what happened if it does? I mean, and look, you had look, the look. capital to be able to change it, and you didn't. Oh. So I mean, do do you do you honestly believe like like the like the stories that you heard um, of brothers and their experiences in traveling? Do you think of the overwhelming majority of those guys are exploring those options because of the laws on the books here? Just like me, a lot of these niggas don't even know what the fuck the laws are, or just how bad they are. Because I mean, I'm not a baby daddy. I think that most men um, that travel are willing to uh, change whatever culture or to um immerse themselves in whatever culture that they deem fit but the problem to me is that um i hate to see a man like cape for women overseas um it's like they red pill for black women but they'll go overseas and cape for another woman and i think that's a big part of the problem like you can't or it doesn't to me it doesn't make sense to um cape for one and uh disparage another especially well, I mean, again i mean the whole thing about yeah, it, yeah. okay okay that's a very that's a very good um that's a that's a very good um perception sister george and that's something that came up on um on other panels this weekend um uh, here's the thing if you're in a culture where no one will shame you and call you a trick for providing for them because there are women here particularly black women who will call you a trick to your face and behind your back for providing for them. But you know what it is, though? I, I think that, what, right right quick, that discourages some men. Bitches, yeah. There's some dumbass bitches. They're going to just well, do yeah, some they more. Are. No, yeah, you they know, are. I love them. So, you know but, what it is? I honestly feel like if you do too much too soon for a woman without that woman having done anything to deserve um, what, exactly what you're providing, um, that woman will um, see herself uh, as in a position of being over you because she hadn't had to do anything for you to provide for her. So if you yeah. provide something that for a woman that's not deserving, um, mm -hmm. she is going to look down on you. And it will be a thing of like, OK, why is he doing so much for me when I haven't done anything to deserve? And a lot of women don't really feel like they're deserving right off. So my advice to men is not to give too much too soon. Okay, so um, no matter what, there is a culture of shame. And I hear what you're saying, um, Sister George. Um, you know, um, you basically are explaining why men are skittish about providing for you. Um, and they're less skittish about providing for women who don't really feel the same way. Um, I wouldn't necessarily say that. In a, in no, that's exactly what it is. Well, is, it, like, is this a case study, or have this actually happened? Somebody, uh, some woman actually calling you out on that? No, 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 it no, no, no. Well, but, I would tell you like this: game changer. It, like, it hasn't, me. but it, it does, and it does in the West. You know, I mean, you you kind of learn from how they treat others. 
But I, I, give I don't think it's but, a thing with women overseas. Um, because if you give anything to somebody, to, if you give too much to anybody too soon, there is an innate um, thing well, like that. Um, and I don't even think that they have a equivalent word um, for that, um, unless it's um, in the realm of prostitution. But um, I, it's not as likely. It's very common here, and it's most common in the, um, in the black community. And it's also most common where it, it's done for trinkets. I shit you not. Like you know, it, in the black community, they'll do that if you buy them a soda. It's it's kind of weird. Um, but in the white community, you know, in the in the no, white. But... Community, okay, let's put it like this. Um, if a man was to find a white girl, and um, um, if a white man were oh, to find no. a white girl, oh and, no. Hold on, hold on, right quick, Ty. And you know, <laughs> get out of there. A trip to um, take her to a trip to you know Milan, you know, um, and and sightseeing and everything on his private jet, and then take her back. She's not gonna say you trick ass nigga. Uh, it, it, that's uh, that's sure. something. That's something that's very unique to you know. Um, and like I mentioned before, it's it stems from our close knit relationship with uh, prostitution culture um, from you know because of our impoverished history in the black community. That's some, that's something that's unique, especially to the extent that Black American do uh, women do it, um, and the men. And the men. It was also men that were that were calling me that. Um, so it happened here. It didn't happen there. Yeah, it's men riding you in the comments. So I mean, yeah, I, exactly. So yeah, and and that's how and that's how niggas are. And um, Jonathan, you mentioned the stupidity. <laughs> well, uh, no, 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 Jonathan, you mentioned the stupidity that comes from with a um, when a woman shames a man for um, for for providing for her too soon or or what have you. Um, men suffer from the same stupidity, um, particularly niggas. Um, but but men in general um, <laughs> suffer from the same stupidity. So you ever you ever meet a nigga that um, that that comes to you and brags on somebody who provided him with sexual pleasure? This whole ass bitch sucked my dick, nasty ass bitch. Like what the hell? What's wrong with you that you feel a need to shame somebody for having sex with you too soon or otherwise? I and if you have if you ever you wonder know, why somebody doesn't fuck you, you in the future, because you're a dumbass nigga that say shit like that. You, you know, so it's a reward of um, bad behavior. Okay, if a man flies a woman out to Paris, Milan, um, and let's just say she's disrespectful to him, and she comes and and he doesn't do anything, and he rewards her, and he's steadily rewarding her without any um, any repercussion. Then that man becomes a trick ass bitch, and I don't really care what the race is. If you reward a woman too soon, or if you're rewarding a woman for her bad behavior, which a lot of men and women don't know how to set boundaries, so I think that's a, a big part of it. If you're or why would you assume that she behaved badly though, Sister George? Well, to be honest with you, um, I'd be lying if I if I said that I haven't been disrespectful and a man um, has still treated me good and that you know it's fucked up on my end. Well, I don't I don't condone that behavior. I mean, I believe that women should be submissive and men should be dominant. However, I mean, I don't think that a woman should default into um, belligerence. I'm um, in a scenario I gave the the yeah. fact that. Her being belligerent or, or you know, disrespectful or anything didn't come up. 
you know, and that's, I, I do think that's that why that's, he would take her that from does show when you say game changer that we have a close knit relationship. And, you know, I personally um, don't believe it, regardless of my personal beliefs on how that relationship developed, I think that it does reflect what, what you say about us having that close knit relationship. Um, you know, cause even Danny was saying, you know, and she, we, we, we do the nuance thing and we give our personal experiences, but because of her personal experiences and our close knit relationship to the pimp culture, she kind of defaulted to a woman not being deserving of it um, in some way. Right. Exactly. So what, what I'm saying is um, ladies and, and, and brothers, cause I, I think it's stupid as hell to, to, you know, shame a woman for, pleasing you sexually under any circumstances, personally. Um, we, we have to get over this trying to hustle each other out of pussy or money. Um, we really do. Um, and the unfortunate fact of the matter is, as a culture, um, to no fault of our own in present generations, we have developed that. And, and if you're wondering why you see wealthy men who actually have this provider instinct and they're, they're doing this to other um, cultures, um, it's because they will never get called a trick or it's highly unlikely that they'll get called a trick. No, it's um, just niggas. It's, it's just niggas that get, get shamed for this shit. Asians do it. Uh, well, well, <laughs> Chinese well, and Macau, they, yeah, they yeah. I, I think, I think every man of means would, um, you know, take a beautiful, submissive woman on an exotic vacation. However, in the black community, you would be called a trick by far too many black women, beautiful or otherwise, you know, um, so, and and no, no one game it's only going like, to be like, amplified, honestly, with that from, reputation, from the twenty somethings. That's the people that's twenty somethings right now. Right. It's going to only get amplified. The media reinforces yeah. that. The, the and, music reinforces that. So it's going to get amplified. So and, this and high it, shit, I don't know what's going to give because ain't enough yeah. dudes with million dollar checks to be able to, to do this shit to every single chick out there. And and, you know, and and concrete roles and uh sister george i hate to say but this this really 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 sucks for you um how so? and when i say you i'm talking about black women in general because basically what what you have okay so um imagine a situation where you know guy meets girl wealthy guy meets pretty girl happens all the time in in every culture right um extraordinarily wealthy guy meets um meets extraordinarily pretty girl um however she's a black girl this man whatever race he is um, is actually thinking that less is more when, when providing for her. He's actually thinking that less is more. And if he want to get into her good graces, he actually has to do less. Now, um, later on, they, they might be saying, wait, wait a minute, how come you did this for Becky and you didn't do this for me? He's not going to explain it to you, but that's why. In order to get your respect, he actually has to do less. That is a reputation that's a very difficult one. If you wonder why, you know, females of other cultures are being provided for more, you know, it's because of that. So it's because she says, Mr. George. would y'all say that um, women of other races, because it, it, to me, it kind of sounds like an appreciation thing. Is that an appreciation thing? Okay. Um, it's, a, it's a respect thing. Uh, like think of it as a, think of it as a point system, you know, like, oh, okay. I buy this woman, you know, I buy this woman some pizza and I earn two points. I buy this woman some pizza and um and, and I have positive two points. And I buy this woman a pizza and I have negative one point. That's kind of what you're working on. Hmm. 
and again, and, and again, as, as, as I as I said as I said in the beginning, um, what you'll hear, the story you'll hear over and over and over and over again from all the brothers who explore their options uh, with women of other cultures or overseas, is that it's just a better value exchange. I mean, when listening to this for like the last five ten minutes, I mean, one of the problems here in the Western society is it's, it's so superficial. So over there, or we deal with other cultures, yeah, it's money. But at the end of the day, it's just money. You know, what a lot of these guys, including myself, what we get in return, it, it's, 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 it's got nothing to do with, 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 with money. It's not super, 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 super official. Um, um, it's just, it's a, it's, man, um, it's just, uh, you just you get you just get a much better experience, and and this is like well past beyond um, the whole sex sex thing. You just get a much better better experience. It's just, it's just a better experience, man. You know, and and I mean I know it's easy, and it, it may come for some people to think that it's about money and you're buying this or buying that, but um, it, it's 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 well it's well beyond that. It's it's well beyond that. If, if it was just it's well, it's well, it's well beyond that because I mean, you have holes here too. You, you do buy holes here too. You know. I was thinking the same thing. Why, yeah. why travel well, for it? If that's all you're looking cause, for. Because it's you not about that. that. Exactly. Because it's not. A, it's not about that. It's not about that. It, there, there is something about dealing with cultured people that is different. Even if it's, even if it's, it's, it's not. But, even if it has nothing to do with sex. How do you, you consider ladies, them cultured because they're of a different culture? When you, when yeah. you, if you're going to well, the they, third they have, world, listen, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay, I mean, like, if, 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 if you go, permission. if you go, like, let's say, like, let's say, let's say, if you guys go to like, you know, like Cancun or Mexico, or you go to Ichen Itza, you know, you go somewhere to go look at some pyramids, and you're in these places, and you're around cultured people. It's just a different vibe. It's just a better. It's just a different vibe. Oh, you know, okay. I thought you were talking about the natives. Okay, I got you. Yeah, I mean, it's just it's just more welcoming, and this has not it's not just limited to Latin America, Dominican Republic, just anywhere to where there's culture, it's just a better experience. And American blacks are broken people. That's just a fact. They're people okay, that lack that, that don't have any culture. You know what I'm saying? Oh my God! Well, here's my God. Don't start. It hurts. Oh uh, damn! I, I mean, it We all um, what, what he's saying is that we have a very unique history and it bore a very unique culture that's not in sync with the rest of the world. Um, it runs contra to anything mm, productive, okay. uh, including family. Um, so that's, that's what Thank you for that. breaking it down. Yeah, that's what he means to say. Yeah, no problem. Yeah, so I mean, and again, I mean, I'm, I'm, I mean, have you, you, are, you, are, you are sisters travel? I mean, have you guys been in, in other cultures? I have. All right, well, cool. What you, what, then you I, know I what I'm talking were, about. I misunderstood your point. Mm -hmm. That's what, once you kept speaking, I, I, you know, I get it. I understand what you're saying. All right, cool. Any other yeah, so comments let me, about uh, the topic? Go ahead. Let me uh, answer Mr. Research. He asked me about the two-party, three-party thing. I, I, I think that if you were to have a union with a woman, it should just be between you and her. I don't think the state or the government or anybody, any other entity should have uh, a say in that. Agreed. You know? Yeah, me too. But uh, you, you know, know what? I think, um, look, check this out. I'm red pill to the core, bro. Trust me, dog. I'm, I'm there. 
You know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, I I still um I still rock with women. Um, if I find a woman that's on my program a hundred percent to the core, you know what I'm saying, fully vetted, ready to go, you know what I'm saying, can only add and and add on to what I'm doing and what I got going on and my goals and my vision shit. Uh bro, I'm taking her on. You know what I'm saying? I'm not I understand it though, like how rigorous that process has to be. But I mean, you know. But being red pill doesn't mean that you 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 know you're done dealing with women, right? No. Uh, to, to the to the extent of I'm gonna take this woman on and a hundred and and like pretty much provide for her, and take care of her, like uh, yeah. That's okay. not the same. Okay. <laughs> it's, it, the situation is not going to be the same. So I, I like Sister George in on this. Um, um, if she can chat it in uh, type her answer in the um, chat room. But um, do you feel that modern feminism has hindered your ability to um, to be value to be a valuable wife or to be? Do you think that modern feminism has made black women less worthy of marriage? Yes. Um, being that woman was able to go out and make her own money and secure her own spot to stay, um, to make a lot of decisions for herself without having to depend on her man. Um, like I said, when, especially once you get a certain age, me being 40, um, it was hard. It's hard as hell um, for somebody to come in, especially um, in today's climate. It's hard as hell for a woman to go back to um, really listening to somebody because she's been able to provide it for herself. And so if I'm able to provide it for myself and I have my own everything, mm -hmm. and a man comes in and tells me that I need to do something a certain way to his liking, mm -hmm. um, I think that it really would depend on the couple. But I think it's absolutely harder um, because of feminism. Let me let me let me let me just drop this, this a follow up question. I'm not directing it to hey, you. Wait, wait, let me add on real quick. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait, 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 wait. Let, let me go and get this in. And <laughs> go the, ahead, the, uh, the, uh, George, the George sister, I don't know your personal situation, so I don't, I'm not making an, an assumption. But to your to your statement, yeah, you know, being 40 and having made your own decisions, yada, yada, yo. My question is, was it worth the trade-off? Because there was a trade-off. You're, you're saying that as if, though, like, we've been indoctrinated to... Uh, you know, this whole modern feminism mindset, mm -hmm. like it, it permeates every, actually, I was watching a cooking show today and it was like some feminist talking points, like it's, it's everywhere. So it's almost hard to escape True. it. And being that we are sent to the white man schooling, um, it, it, you know, it, it, it was a part of the culture almost. So it's not like we made a conscious so you choice were, so, to. So, 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 so you were, you were, you were, so you were, so, so you, you feel, you feel, you feel, hold on, you feel, you feel, most sisters were, most sisters were unaware of the trade-off. Cream, stop talking. No, he can go ahead. So, 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 so you feel <laughs> as if most sisters were unaware that there was a trade off. 
during um, the time mm-hmm. that it was during the time that the the indoctrination was occurring. Yes, I think that you, in hindsight okay. you understand it, but it, it starts it starts at a very young age. We're children when we're starting to be indoctrinated with all of this um, the, the, these ideologies and the agendas being kind of pushed upon us. So yeah, I mean we realize at six years old what it is. Um, I think that with us, uh, with it was really a choice of survival, and people don't really put that into perspective when I when I um listen to people in these spaces. Um, women traded their men for survival, and I feel like there's a lot of resentment from that. But I, yeah, I, I think it's um because of survival. So if it's on oh me to survive. But not, oh, not oh, as far oh, as feminism. Like, hold, hold, hold on right quick. Let me, let, me, let me get the mic for a second. Hold on. <gasps> Bullshit! <laughs> well, her compliment, I think that that, that doesn't necessarily survival feminism, survival. though. That's, oh, more of, that's more of, you I know, mean, like a government agenda. Um, black people have survived in greater poverty through lynchings and all kind of fucked up shit well before this new wave of feminism. You know, it wasn't about survival ever. This was about um, relationship leverage for some and one just having a plan B, you know. However, it was right. not about survival. There was never whatever you did to eat and have shelter each and every single day before feminism exists is what you would do after. So, that's what I was saying earlier. Somebody would impregnate That's what I was saying earlier, man. So are y'all really putting up here saying a woman having a choice between one set of life, like this type of lifestyle versus this type of lifestyle, which is a better lifestyle. Do you really think a woman is going to choose a lower version of a lifestyle? Yes, what? right. So wait, wait, yeah, wait, wait, wait. Yeah, this, yeah, is, this, yes, is, this is this is this is this is why you guys are acting as no, 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 no. See, no, that, it's like, not a lower form. That's, that's, the, that's the superficiality we, I was talking about. Both of us are forty and younger. Feminism existed, like we didn't have a choice in it. We weren't here when feminism was ushered in. No, 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 no. I agree. See, so this that's is what I'm saying. It starts young. We no, this is what I'm saying, though, man. If you're gonna, but, if you're gonna take a woman on, but we didn't have a choice. No, that is complete and total bullshit, right there. We, how do you have a choice, choice as a child? No, 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 no. What I'm saying is, we, or, or we had to do it to survive. That's some bullshit. Oh, yeah. uh, that's yeah. like these. That's like these niggas, these niggity niggas that be on the block. Oh, I'm on the block because I had to feed myself. Please, you're on the block. Fucking <laughs> right, that's but see, this is this this know, goes back to what I was saying, bro. If you're gonna take a woman on, bro, you 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 can't be on this 50 50 shit, man. You know what I'm saying? Because any any type of pushback, she's gonna start weighing her options immediately. Correct. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That's unrealistic to try to do a 50 50 joint <laughs> with your lady because uh, she ain't gonna respect you. Facts. You know, it's best for the man to be able to do it 100%. Matter of fact, it's more. It's so for a woman to respect a man fully, he has to be taking care of everything fin- as far as the finances go 100%. Is that what you guys are saying? Well, if he, yes, that's part of okay. it. Yes. Okay. Okay. Uh, I've uh, seen uh, women take on straight up uh, dusty ass Pookie and Ray Ray. <laughs> but they control them. If he's. Okay. Right, I mean, if you, you can't yeah. if, if you young. can't take care of a woman fully, you should be pumping and dumping. Gangtanger, I mean, what were you young, saying? 
if, if he's young, then um, at least show competent towards that uh, direction. Okay, okay so, look, 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 let me let me ask these assistants a question. Sisters, I mean, all these these ladies a question. I mean, how do y'all what? How do y'all feel when you guys like see? I'm not sure what 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 city you you all are in. But how do you feel when you see like these? Um, for lack of a better word, uh, you know, lower lower class um, Latino families. And you can kind of, demi- you know, surmise by what you see that they're, you know, that they're not, you know, middle income. They're probably lower income or whatever. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, the wife is still there. And she gave him two kids. And it looks like she's pregnant with a third. I mean, how do you well, feel when you I, when you see these Personally. Latino women in America that are still by these guys okay. that are like, that are doing land, landscaping work. Yeah. You know, daily. Well, I mean, how what do you I, feel? What I believe mm-hmm. is um, mm-hmm. there was, a, first of all, I'm in, I'm in Atlanta, so I see it. And I Me too. Mm-hmm. lived in Gwinnett, so I, I mm-hmm. saw it a lot. I'm in Cherokee. But mm-hmm. um, what I think about that is that they are in a position where they still need each other. So I think that the <laughs> dynamic is different. That's some hell of a thinking. I think that it's interesting that you say that, Concrete Rose, because basically what you're saying is that, well, right quick, right quick, Concrete Rose, basically what you're saying is that it's not a matter, um, it wasn't a matter of survival, you know, um, it was a matter of a woman came into a position where she no longer needed a um, needed a man, and you know, decide to take that option. But yeah, where they felt they no longer because the government stepped really, Yeah, but if she really wanted to survive that and was really and me. was really that's, serious that's about being, and she was really serious about being in a submissive role, then she would have took the you know first generation immigrant uh, poverty route. It wasn't I, it, that option was on the table for every generation. They listen, just took a different one. I'm just it made asking regarding wow. how I view wrote. it and how I think. You know what? Where you I think proved our point. Um, the differences between the, these, um, you know, immigrant. But you uh, have to understand and, uh, what's indoctrinated into black women as soon as they. I do understand that. So if you have if you have um, a Hispanic woman and a Hispanic woman is taught to rely on her man um, to, to let her man be a leader um, and you have a black little girl who's told you better get it for yourself. You don't you can't rely on these niggas to take care of you. You better make sure you have your education. You better make sure you have who your. I agree. Who no, they are who saying, saying that. that though? No, no, no. Who, Ty City. Who Ty City. Ty City. saying that to the little girl? I think they were No, 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 no. no, 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 no obviously, I mean, obviously, if people, if people, you guys are gonna have to go one at a time because we can't. Yeah, I know. But Ty City, let me answer your question. The people who saying this, and I addressed it earlier, are boomers. Boomer yes. citizenship and 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 ladies, they fucked y'all up something fierce because um, from what you just said, it would be in a man's best interest to get with a Latin woman, um, and that's just based on what you were saying because they I got one better. I got one better. I got one No, 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 so you know, once they set y'all, once they set y'all down to that path, other cultures, not really other women, uh, Sister George and Concrete, other cultures became far more appealing because you're right, they were taught to depend on a man and follow their man's leadership. And oh, any man hey, who chose to be a leader, here, would prefer, here, here. what the fuck is up with y'all? 
Dude, wrap it up though. Let me get it. No, no, no. <laughs> you got no, no three minutes. No, no, no. You know they gonna be like, oh my god, give me this trying to run their panel. Oh my god. Oh man! Okay, so so now, okay, no, so, 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 so Preem, 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 fall back, Preem. Yeah, Preem, Preem, this is Preem's mo. Preem, and I'm, I'm, I'm next, Preem. I'm next, by the way, Preem. <laughs> what? Y'all hurry up! Shit! No, no, be patient, motherfucker. Nigga, you hurry up! My phone's about to die on the cool, man. I just want to make a quick point. Okay, now I'm gonna make this real quick. The scariest part about that whole narrative is that the men have accepted it. And when I hear certain guys on these panels say, you know, the reason why the women act like this is because they aren't our women. And they've just accepted it. And to me, I'll just be like, damn, bro. Like you and then they like they're in this box where they have to deal with women that they have accepted as not their own. Mm. Okay. And okay. Um, I mean, that don't apply to me because y'all know how I get down. All five women matter. Okay. So, so sister George, I just want to say this. All right, y'all. I'm out. Peace. All right. right, Peace. Thank you, Tyson. Thank you. Thanks, I. So, Sister George, I, I want to say this. To your last point as far as, you know, the whole indoctrination that young black girls are groomed like this and this is why they all end up like this, you're wrong. And I'm about to tell you why. Because if what say you what? said was was true, <laughs> then how do you explain that 70, like 70% of the children that, the, that these sisters are having, they're having it out of wedlock and they're not financially prepared to be having these children out of wedlock? Yeah, but you have to understand now if you have um mm-hmm. you have a system that says okay, you need to take care of yourself, you need to take care of yourself. Exactly. And then these women become pregnant. Um mm-hmm. are we going to sit up here and lie and say that uh women Yeah, don't that's just made poor no no no, 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 no. My, my my whole my whole thing is they they are if you guys are saying they're indoctrinated, that's impossible because they are following through with that indoctrination. Yeah. If, that, well, that, if, indoctrinated. if that if that indoctrination is Get your education, go to school, get your own house, get your own car, do what you can for your own survival. Then why are so many of them? They're indoctrinated, but their innate sexual desires take over. And that still does not, you know, they're still having unprotected sex. And as a result, they're bearing children. So are they indoctrinated or are they not indoctrinated? Are they indoctrinated indoctrinated to to follow this path to get a degree, get a job, get a house, get a car? Because if they are, then why why are they having baby after baby in They're poverty? indoctrinated to believe that well, they don't need a man. You know what? Another another factor of that, um, and I've talked about this before. If you came from a certain lifestyle and you have um, low self esteem and you don't have self love, um, you are looking to fulfill that void in whatever way possible. And one of the easiest ways to fulfill that void is through your children. So a lot of women will have children just so they can feel what it's like to really be loved. And um, in like all the fucking um, logic goes out the window as to how to provide for them. And so a lot of women make do. I think it wasn't more, logic for there me, to begin I've seen with in the first place. It's more about just irresponsibility. Women being irresponsible exactly. with their wounds yeah, and not making, you know, responsible choices. Um, and they, it, you know, they're having unprotected sex and they're not thinking about the ramifications of that. And boop, you, you're pregnant. 
Yeah, right. and, and, and again, my, my, my whole thing is everything is a trade-off. So those women who did that, they made the trade-off just like the sisters who find themselves in their late 30s, 40s, and 50s. They can't, they can't find a man because they don't know what it's like to be with a man, how to be a woman to a man. They made a trade-off. They traded off how to be a high-performance woman to their boss and how to get the latest car and how to keep their hair in their face. Did. That was their, their trade-off. They went to sex in the city route. So many sisters nowadays... Uh, that you know, in my age group, they went through that whole section in a, in, a, in a city phase. They're high for performance women, but their growth got stunted as far as how to be a woman to a man. And then now they're trying to circle, circle back, back around, but they don't have nothing to go in and offer. Shout out to Surly in, in the in the in the chat who came up with the word I was trying to grab earlier, which is which is intangibles. They are completely ignorant on the intangibles that actually matter to a man. They think the car, the BMWs, don't matter. The, the, the 3,500 square square foot house does not matter. The fact that you can eat out downtown three days after the week doesn't matter. It's the fucking intangible. And yes, these brothers will get on a plane, go overseas to experience that intangibles because you can't buy it. It's like that American Express commercial. You, you just can't buy it. You can't put a dollar figure on it. And these sisters are baffled. No. They're like, man, I make this money. Look at my I, house. Look at my I BMW. Look at my, look at my Benz. Doesn't that, it doesn't to. matter. You know, I, I do have to say, though, um, it seems as though the grass looks greener on the other side. And it's it's one thing to go on a vacation and be able to have fun with someone. Um, and it's a different, you know, to actually have to live with them every day. Exactly. Um, I think that some people just envision women of other cultures as exotic. So it's something that's new. And that's the what's enticing about it. And, and and you know, oh. and, you know as, 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 oh. as far as as far as far as me, I don't I don't pass judgment on any guys. The guys who go and do the whoremongering thing, their life, their world, don't give a fuck. They should not give a hot damn about what anybody else's thing. I respect a man's right to live out his truth and a woman's right to live out her truth. Nobody was knocking females when they will go to Jamaica for those yardy boys. If, if that's what they want to go ahead and do, go ahead and do it. But for me personally. That wasn't my thing. Matter of fact, uh, the little um, that little ass clown, uh, uh, C Boogie, called himself uh, 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 calling me out. Why, why, that, you, why you gotta talk about him on here though? Well, I talk about him. Why not? Go ahead and make your point. Uh, that that was it. So yeah. So 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 you know, like he had the nerve to go ahead and like call out because he knows the lady that I'm dealing with in Colombia. She's a forty year old attorney. But you know, to these little ass Did clowns, they, they, huh? No, well, no. Her her daughter's grown. Her daughter's like her daughter's an adult, and she only has she only have one, one child. That's she's still a single mother. They said I'm a still a single mother. My children. Yeah, but, okay, but but, but but yeah, I mean, but again, I mean, her well, she is a single mother because her, her husband died. So what? Oh, okay. Yeah, that I mean, doesn't make a difference. I mean, and and, and again, we're we're so we're we're, we're we are we are talking we're talking apples and oranges here, apples what's, and oranges here. So a single mother in the U.S. is not a single is not a single mother elsewhere. But I say that to go and say this is that you know that the average guy like that ass clown would think that well why aren't you over there dealing with a young twenty twenty some odd year old you know little fun fun time girl? Those girls are free. They're readily available. They're a dime a dozen. They're always going to go ahead and be there. But me, I purposely chose to deal with someone that was smart, that was very resourceful. Because I was playing the long game down there. So to your point, T. Rose, it's not about just going there for a fun time or on vacation. It's about going there and actually establishing a footprint, which I'm two years in on doing. So, but again, 
I don't begrudge the guys who just want to do the whole margaret thing. It's their mm -hmm. fucking life. It's none of my yeah. goddamn business. Seek your happiness. So, so, so um, from what you're saying, Preem, um, and I kind of noticed this too. Um, the person that you mentioned um, <laughs> is not in a point in his life where he is looking to settle down. Um, and from what I understand, uh, it, the lifestyle that's being promoted is predicated on getting as much sex you can uh, while spending as few dollars as you can. Now, your lifestyle is more in line with traditionalism, um, where, you know, um, she plays a submissive role and you um, you play the dominant role um, as well as, you know, large portion of um, the provisions. So um, and the responsibility that comes with leadership. Um, it's two different cultures that we have in the black community. And the one that Prem has is a very new one, uh, which is why it's under such scrutiny lately. Let me um, uh, try to share something that nobody's talked about so far. Uh, so after about an hour, 50 minutes, some some things have been said the same, the same thing over and over again. Like, but I think for the ladies don't understand that the black male community when it comes to this particular topic and you guys displayed it you you have three different conversations going on you have the young boy i only get power between her thighs conversation you got the family people conversation and you got the world travel conversation none of those are unique to just the black men. So a lot of times you have to define who are we speaking of when we when, when, when we say th these certain things. Number one, Jonathan brought up a good point earlier. Not everybody <clears throat> able to do some of the things that many of these gentlemen have talked about. And we gotta be honest about that because the title of black women worthy, let's be honest, there's a lot of dudes who cannot even lead a white woman. There's a lot of dudes who cannot even lead, lead, lead a Chinese chick. I've seen dudes go to Russia and complain about the Russian chicks are not all over. Them. So when you talk about black women worthy, yes, the title would have been better. Does is are, are they do they understand what it means to be a wife? Because going back to your earlier thing, when you guys said that, Going, going, going back when you guys said earlier about um, uh, how uh, the, the whole thing of submit. Okay, so submit uh, is that translation of the biblical term, the religious, that's where we get it from. And somebody said it correctly, you cannot use submit as it relates to ladies unless she's taking on every dynamic of leadership, even the bad results. The problem that a lot of guys here in America have is that you have a lot of ladies who want to be leaders or want to be perceived as leaders for the sake of girlfriend approval. But once their ideas backfire, now they want to go back to 50-50. Now they want to go back to 40%. And nobody wants to operate like that. Let me get these last two points. Jonathan also brought up about the legality. While I respect a lot of people who have popped on and popped off the channel, if you're not from America, you're not going to understand this conversation, really, because not being not being from America, it's like if I go live in Japan, 
I have I, I, I can float in and out of Japan. I don't care about laws. I'm just there to 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 maximize my whatever I'm here for. But in the same breath, and this is why I said y'all having three different conversations, just because you go to another country and bust the nuts everywhere doesn't mean you're respected amongst the men. Just because you travel and explore your options, as was said, doesn't mean that you're building anything for your son. So this is why I said we're having three different conversations because it's hard for a person uh, uh, who, who's not from here to understand the whole law dynamic. Women here in this country got out of control because of what Ronald Reagan did, period, period. Ronald Reagan gave them three mm -hmm. law policies. Yet, and, and I'm about to wrap up so, so somebody else can speak. Yet, people will talk as if the laws don't matter. It don't matter to a person that's used to going from place to place to place to place. It, right. it does matter to people who are here trying to establish family and legacy. Mm -hmm. Yep, good point. I agree. 30 seconds and I'm done. It's, 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 it sounds good to say, hey, let's go over here. Let's go over there. But you've had people go go get killed because they didn't have the numbers. They went as a solo person thinking I'm just going to sit up here and do blah, 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 blah. Next thing you know, they killed or in jail. It's about numbers. And it's disingenuous for us to have an hour and 50 minutes about these three different levels of conversation when it all comes down to this. In this country... Women are out of bounds because of the laws. If dudes are not changing the laws, then great. Don't participate. But at the same time, you can't complain because that's not a calculated man's position. That's a man who just wants to complain. That's all I wanted to say. I just want to all say right, this so about your first let's point. Do, Hold let's on do. one second oh, before okay. y'all divulge into that. I just want to say one quick thing about his first point because I know what y'all about to do. Um, I don't think most women want to take on every aspect of leadership, even those that say that they're leading. I actually recently was listening to something and I heard a, man, a woman telling her or her uh, partner um, that he needs to follow her lead, which was kind of funny to me. But I just want to say this. Um, I, leadership requires, uh, you know, the leaders are required to protect the family. A woman is not prepared to um, step in front of a bullet and, and potentially lay down her life uh, for for her partner, that is a role that he's expected to fulfill. And a woman can, you know, desire to be a leader, but that's one aspect of leadership that most women are not going to want to take on. And I'm done. All right. So, um, research. What was the reason for bringing up um, the existence of men in the world that are incapable of leadership of women of other culture? How did that relate to the topic at hand? <clears throat> Research. I'm sorry. Say when I was dealing with my dog. Say again. Yeah, no worries. So you brought up the fact that some men um, are not capable of leadership of women, foreign or domestic. What was the purpose of bringing that up um, with the topic at hand? Because we're having three different conversations. You guys have covered that within within this hour and fifty minutes. Matter of so fact, if I said it seven times. Right, right. If I may understand properly, um, what you did was enter an existing conversation um, that had three tiers. Um, 
negated the validity of the three-tiered conversation and presented one of your own. Is is that is that an accurate as as, as everyone here has done? Really? How so? Yeah, I mean, because, everybody because, has pivoted and 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 spent on on each topic. That's how we got from the title no, to this. No, 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 no. I don't think anybody came in devalued the current narrative. And well, then, that's um, and then right, right quick research. And the reason why we have um, three tiers of conversations is because we didn't discredit the previous ones and then present one of our own. If you want to add a fourth tier, by all means, but please don't discredit the um, the previous ones. Here's what's happening. You're, you're, okay. you're, 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 well, right you're trying to tell me how to have a conversation instead of speaking no, to, no, the, not to the to. issues that I raised. All right. Well, let's do this. Let's do this. Um, I would like to continue one of the tiers of the conversation, dead it or otherwise. Now, um, uh, George and Concrete Rose, we, I think at this point we mm -hmm. all can agree that feminism was a bad thing for Black women in particular. I agree with women that. in general. Yeah. Um, and it's made um, you less desirable than you would like to be for marriage. Um, unfortunate, but true. Um, especially now that men are considering international options where women are less influenced by the curse of feminism. Now that it's now that you know that it's not you per se, it's something that was done on to you. Um, what would you what would you like to see changed? And, you know, what do you, what would you like for the collective of women? What I call a sisterhood do to uh, see these change in, changes enforced? Um, to me, I think Black women have to get themselves together um, collectively, um, mentally. So many of us have experienced a lot of trauma and we've taken this trauma with us um, through every relationship. Um, we've never properly healed from a lot of things. So I think a lot of it has to do with um, getting the inside of themselves um, together. This is this is important. What, I, what I'm about to ask you, and what and what would that rehab look like? Let me what, answer what the question really quick, like? Green. Before you do that, I agree with Danielle, and I also think another very important aspect is Black women being educated on on um, the effects of feminism and how that is played out. Because I think that we need some understanding, Boom. and in order for us to be able to. Um, and address the issues, we have to understand how it manifests itself. Right, that's a good point, Concrete. Yeah, and, and, and that's, that's that. thank you, Concrete, because I know I come off as harsh, um, especially on the ladies, but um, really that's what I'm all about. I'm all about it, like, look, you know, I, I don't really attack y'all directly. It's, it's like, you know, y'all been, you know, I, I'm against boomers and, um, and feminists all the way, you know, not necessarily against females who were born into the world that the boomers and feminists created. So, I mean, yeah, I want y'all to know that, you know, you, you're not acting your natural selves and your natural selves, we as black men, and there, I don't think anyone would disagree. We love y'all natural selves, you know? Yeah, I agree. And you know, yeah. um, who was it? Uh, Complex said something about, and I wanted to ask about that. He was talking about, um, I think himself and his, um, his, his wife. His wife. Um, and he was saying how basically, their ro roles in their relationship was, um, you know, natural in and of itself. It was like basically her um, kind of giving in to her true nature, you know what I mean? Which, which resulted in her yielding to and or submitting to him, but it wasn't something that had to be discussed. It was just her in her natural form. But, right. but that's because 
and and he spoke about that before but that's a lot because of her her being a more cultured person which on this show and many shows i talked about flag nature if you have a flag nature to be about uh how you were raised and or your brother a brother uh, a brotherhood you're you're more likely to stay in line let me give you an example what is flag nature so flag nature uh we in in ados do not have a flag ah okay cultural flag i got you okay right so in in england they were allowed to be educated in the caribbeans they were beat but they were allowed to know which country they came from america was unique to all of those things and this is why a lot of people born after Clinton and who just got to the country don't realize we are a mix mash of different things and we don't know which cultural aspect we come from. If we are have you a feeding that dog, man, <laughs> no, he's crying, poor baby. She's on timeout. She just um, messed oh, up she... my uh, yoga mat. <laughs> uh, but, but if, if, um, if 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 we're both from the Congo and we have a falling out or we have a baby, that cultural flag has more of a likelihood to where we can work out some commonalities where she don't run to the government. But then she doesn't really have a government in Africa. So therefore we have to, or, or, or a child support system, let me be clear. She doesn't have really a child support system. So therefore, we, we have to come to some understanding. Well, the same thing is true when you see a guy sit up here, have a bunch of babies, run over to America and say, I'm brand new. All my kids is back in Africa. Now I can do what I want to. There's a there's a mismatch of situations going on. And Complex's view was he didn't have to do that. But really, that's a that's. A, that's a a, a, a a jewel to the woman you pick. Really, that's a step up from the fact that you vetted someone who has that capability. Too many men and women don't do vetting. So they don't have the so so they so they looking at stuff like, okay, her her her, her breasts look, look look nice. She should operate this way because I'm not beating beating on her or hitting on her. No, it's 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 more than that. Well, we, we know it's ironic because because I think it was here last night or the night before I was on Art Not Nutshell panel and he had two women um, and don't take this the wrong way, uh, you you ladies that were like the diametric opposite of these women. Um, these two ladies that were on there, there were mothers. One of them I think had like six or seven kids, and they're saying they're purposely probably Asada. They're purposely intentionally with their daughters preparing them or have to prepare them to be wives. Yes, they're still going to go to college. Yes, they're going to get degrees, but they're preparing them to be a wife. So you can walk and chew gum at the same time. Let me answer uh, Mike V's question uh, about um, why does feminism only pop his head uh, when uh, with black men, but not with black men and white male relationships. So going back to this flag culture, and this is my theory, going back to this flag culture, Kunta Kente was not respected on the, on, on the plantation. Massa wanted her to fall in love with Chicken George. Chicken George was shiftless and, and wouldn't give Massa no problems. Kunta Kente yep. would probably kill him in the night. Mm, so That's dangerous. So what Massa did, he created this colorism conversation so that he can freely lead him, his daughter, and one overseer 
to watch over this 30, 40 black people and that they would just go at each other constantly. Because one of those colorism issues was the fact that he has two or three daughters and sons uh, biracial running around the uh, plantation. And, you know, he that, that 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 whole thing. So that dynamic works for him. How it works like this, Mike V, is that white males are seen as financial power. Black women in ADOS are more likely to bow down to financial power. We males who have financial power, we, we see this all the time. When I have more financial power or equal to my woman, I have a, hey, Concrete Rose, I don't have to do that. And, and if you keep it up, I'm out of here. And it's so, it throws, it throws her off so much, just like a white man. To where yeah. the they, exercise, time, they have more options. You guys have more options and you're not right. afraid to exercise. Them. So for the first time, like a white man, Mike V, she's in a situation where he's financially dominant. And she needs to respect it or go back to the humbum that she's dealing with. Same same thing with same same thing with uh when, when white guys meet a lot of these black women, they give them standards up front. Black men don't because they come from the plantation thinking of Chicken George. Let me just boogaloo. Let me just get some rims. Let me just wear something uh, colorful. And girl, I want a bad chick. Girl, I like a boss. These are things you won't really hear in the white man understanding because he's constantly financially dominant, even when he's a, a stick in the booty white man. He's financially dominant to where he could tell a woman, hey, I'm gay. I like you. And uh, if you don't want to deal with it, cool, I'm out. And, and, and that's that's different for her because she doesn't she doesn't have a lot of black men that are financially dominant. That's why the white guys get it a little bit better. OK. I got it. Oh, Danny, um, I think Mike was asking for the link um, in the chat, too. Um, Let me drop that down. I agree with um, uh, pretty much. I agree with uh, Mr. Research and what he was saying. Um, I do, too. I'm not sure who asked the question, but I agree. Yeah. it's And, and let me just elaborate while, while the other brother comes up. It, it comes to this, man. It's like... Um, and I respect brothers and sisters at, at their point, but we got to understand one thing. And I'm predicting this. I've predicted it on many shows, but I'm telling y'all, the children of 2030 are going to be disappointed by what's going on here because the Pakistanis are going to remove every black person out of America. The people who, the, the people who are traveling, they're going to enjoy traveling. But again, it's different when you don't have numbers. When you settle down, and you're in Thailand, Germany, or whatever, and you're 40 years old, you better have some nice 40-year-old German friends that are going to support you because it can be cool for 10, 8 years. One day, everybody says, hey, we from Sweden, and we don't like the fact that you're here. I saw it happen in Russia. Russia does not like Africans, but they love African-Americans. It's a weird thing. Russians don't like Ukrainians, but they'll tolerate the, the uh, gypsy Romanians who are darker than the Ukrainians. You, you got to understand uh, everybody listening. It's about numbers. No matter what our opinion is, 
You'll be like Sandra Bland, stuck with nobody to support you, and you thought you had hot girl magic all that time. So what? what Wait, what? Just experience. <laughs> Mr. What Research. No, it, it it came close to making sense, but what what we just experienced? Didn't you just devalue? you just devalue what I said? It came close to making sense. See see what you just did. Go I ahead, brother. She, 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 she said she said it didn't make sense at all, and I'm trying to clarify it for you, brother. No, she didn't say. Part about Sandra Bland. She didn't say it didn't make sense. She didn't say that, sir. No, she didn't. Oh, my mistake. No, you added that. You yeah, added that, yeah. but go ahead, carry on. Just, I'm just letting you know that I see, I see what you're doing. It's good. Okay, okay. Well, my apologies. I thought she said it didn't make sense. Um, all right. So, because I understood it. Um, here's what I understood. There is a passive aggressive um, intention behind what was said, and that is to discourage and create boogeyman tales. Um, about traveling and passport bros and people who um, look to find a different type of happiness abroad. It's the one day in your sleep, you know, foreign men will come and attack and lynch you. Now, that could happen here, by the way, with uh, local white Americans, um, you know, at any given date and time. But we want to perpetuate this, this, this fear. We're fear-mongering against brothers exiting the country. The same thing was um, done when Marcus Garvey talked about his out, um, right. except that time it was done by um, white people. Um, but now we're doing it on our own and for a very clear reason um, that I want to explain. So there's, you can look this up, you can Google it. It's called the five monkey experiment. And basically when you have a superpower, in this case humans, um, the superpower place a, a bushel of bananas at the top of a cage, and then they place a ladder to said bananas. So the first time when um, a group of monkeys, uh, or excuse me, when the first monkey attempted to climb the ladder, they poured water on them. And then the second time a group of um, a monkey tried to, a different monkey tried to uh, climb to the top, they poured water on all of them. And then the third time, uh, one of the monkeys tried to climb up, but the other four jumped him. And then they removed all the, or excuse me, they removed the mechanism that poured water on the monkeys. Now, they took a monkey out and replaced it with a fresh new monkey, one who has never been doused with water. And then when he attempted to climb the ladder, the other four monkeys jumped him. Now, they continued this process until there wasn't any monkeys that was drenched with water in the cage. However, every time a new monkey comes in, they would jump him um, when he tried to climb the ladder. So my point is, is that um, the process of, of, you know, keeping black men to stay on the plantation um, has been instilled into us. And even though the enforcement of that is gone, we impose this rule on ourselves, which means that, 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 that's why that's why most 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 black and black America are fucked up by their parents more so than they're fucked up by any white man. Their parents just fuck them up more. Yeah, I mean, the conditioning it's a process. Right. It's a it's a continued process that um, that is the end result of um, being in the cage and um, having, you know, consequences to positive actions. 
Um, so, you know, so, if every so, time we build a Black Wall Street, it was burned, um, then the assumption is if we build a new Black Wall Street, it would again be burned because, you know, um, that's what happened. Even though the enforcement mechanism is probably long gone and very likely long gone, we're still skittish about building another one, um, foreign or domestic. Well, now that we said that four different ways, shout out to the brothers in the chat room who agree with me. You got people who overseas and, and you've experienced the same thing. I don't care which lane you choose, whether it's mine or the anti-mine version. But one thing is true. I lived overseas for four years in several countries. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm not I'm not talking from something I read from Maybe the safety. Not. From the safety. OK, I said I've lived overseas for four years in several countries. I'm not talking about something I read from the safety of America. Fair I'm enough. talking about what actually happens yeah. to some people living abroad when you're by yourself and you don't have numbers. I want you, gentlemen. I, I know, I know y'all had y'all had mic time. Yeah, I, I, I want you, gentlemen, to travel. Please do. Please I do, do as, as as the brother said. What is Mr. Research, let me ask. Okay. Um, can can I finish? You were kind of long. You were kind of like six minutes yeah. long. Okay. Can I finish? Okay. Go for it. Yeah. So I want you guys to travel. I have no problem with that. Okay. I don't I don't want you to stay if you don't want to stay. Matter of fact, but, move to Montana today. Okay. But 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 my thing is, gentlemen, okay. let's not get only only in the fantasy that that will correct any and all issues you may currently have. That's, Go that's ahead all move. in your head. That's, all right. So, okay. Gentlemen, gentlemen, hold on. Hold, hold, hold on. I, I, I want to understand something, gentlemen. When you guys take this long time to speak and you say the same thing six or seven times. I'm quick. You, it, it, it appears that when someone else speaks, you want to dominate the mic. At what no, point in time do you want to share? My topic is share. At what point in time do you want to share the mic? No, it's not my intention, uh, research. And I apologize if I made you feel that way. Um, because, um, brother, you 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 did talk for quite a while saying the same thing. I did. Ways. So uh, yeah. Yeah. Let me just finish. Let me just finish. So, I'm gonna put myself on mute so you guys can go back because you guys had an hour and a half talking. Golly. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. <laughs> so, well, let's so, anyway, here's, here's my last point to the chat I have room. Another question. Oh, go go for it. <sighs> Here's my last point to the chat room. No matter what you guys choose, I just want you to have two ways of thinking about this. If you go do what you do, please establish some lineage, some way to protect you, some, some mechanism where you increase your numbers through friendships or what have you. Because when you're out solo, there's a lot of things that can happen. But go ahead, gentlemen. All right. That being said, um, did something happen to you violently in the four what? years? Game changer. After you finish, we want to let Mike get in because he hasn't had a chance to um, come. Actually, actually, no need to answer that question. Go ahead, Mike. No, I've been in several fist fights overseas. <laughs> oh, my God. Come on. Um, have you have you ever been in fist fights in Oakland? Game changer. You yeah, just told several. Mike to go and, ahead. Now and, you want to get into this exchange. <laughs> and you from Let's Mike. We, we're on the yeah. topic. No, ahead, no, Mike. no, no. I just I just want to say what's the difference? Oh my gosh, y'all so petty. Okay, go ahead, Mike. All right. Hey, peace to the panel, peace to the chat. Hello. Um, thank uh, the breakdown for having me on. So I just wanted to um, reply to Mr. Research. So the point that I was making in the, in the chat was that um, the relationships between Black women and Black men and the 
indoctrination of feminism always you know seems to uh, have some kind of mission creep into the relationship but when it comes to the interracial factor um though that sort of uh feminist indoctrination doesn't seem to per uh, present its uh present its head there in those relationships and i can speak from a family standpoint where i do have several family member women who are married to um wms and what i find is that um there is a disdain for brothers that um, that doesn't exist with other groups of men that when they engage in. And I see it in the manosphere as well. You see this sort of uh, pushback against brothers who may be upwardly mobile, especially ones who claim to be SYSBM. And so what I'm saying here is that the idea of our black, you know, the topic, I think it's um, are black women worthy of marriage. Um, we're trying to create or well, we're trying to partake in an institution that doesn't exactly uh work with our with our culture and so the idea of marriage is about two families coming together and bringing their resources together but when you talk about that in the black community you're talking about someone who's coming from a, a deficit point usually a woman and you're asking men who have themselves together to partake in this sort of relationship this is broken from the jump so I don't know. Go ahead, brother. Let me ask this question because this is good for, the, for for everybody to hear. I could be wrong. Mm -hmm. Don't do do don't you think that maybe there are success stories on the higher upper level blacks and maybe the mid blacks as opposed to the mid and lower? And yeah, I think I think you can say that when it comes to like power couples and whatnot. But what I'm saying here is the if you look at the rates for marriage in the black community, you see that it's, it's some of the highest divorce rates. Well, I, I've never seen, I, I research for a living and I've never seen these black divorce rates that people claim. I've seen it on people's blog site, but I've never seen the Department of Justice support any of these black divorce rates. The Department of Justice holds all the filings for divorces and the way they do it is called remarry. So I've never seen this. And, and I, 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 you know, I respect you, Mike. I've never seen this, this, this black divorce rate thing supported by the Department of Justice. Uh, people are always putting it on their sites. I've just never seen it. Uh, the other thing I, I will agree with you though, Mike, is mm -hmm. that they'd have this disdain primarily because, and, and that goes back to my Kunta Kente philosophy. I believe mm -hmm. a lot of women were told by great grandma or sisters or aunts that mm -hmm. they should dominate men. So on that part, I agree with you. And I think it's something that the white woman put in the uh, minds of many black women to 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 be antagonistic toward black men. The cure for that, Mike, you and I know this because we are warriors. I respect you as a warrior is just to be our dominating self. You dominate your field. I dominate my field. And and even though we get these women who are professional, they do carry that anti black male philosophy. Uh, it's a little different when you go up the scale. Like when I go to uh, political dinners, like I went to one with Barbara Lee and and you, you'll see these power couples as, as you described it. And mm -hmm. it's a totally different dynamic than what we see in the mid and the lower. But I yield a mic. Yeah, that's that's not that's not to say that, um, you know, the divorce rates have to be reflected within, you know, the uh, statistics. But what I'm saying here is you can see in mo I think it's like 10 U.S. cities that have an excess capacity of 100,000 black people, 
80% of the homes are actually run by women. There is no men in the house. And to Correct. me, that's, that's uh, an overarching cultural issue where we want to in, um, include marriage from a traditional standpoint into, into a non-traditional... Uh-huh. It just How do they quantify if a man is in the house but they're not married? The sen- well, I shouldn't say census. How can census. they quantify? Census. Yeah. census. Yeah, the census will, t- will take that because they do come by and they'll ask, you know, who, who lives here, right? Don't so, nobody, plus on top people of that. do not fill out census. Like, we call well, we well, plus on top of that, women file. Well, in order to get resources in, in most of these cities, especially blue states, you you have to actually list down who's there on, on the... Uh, in terms of life completed assistance. And a lot of women file uh concrete roads when they when they file for their assistance or what have yeah. you. A lot of them put down they there. put down that there's no man in the house, of course. No, the, the, the idea that there's somebody physically there to receive mail. A male is not there. He's not there. Okay. Well, that's how, I'm just that's how say, the numbers work. That's how no, the I numbers work. How, I just want to say that those are not true statistics because if someone is living with you, but you are getting some sort of assistance where they're not supposed to be, they probably receive a mail at their mama house or elsewhere. Okay, but, but, but here's the problem. But nonetheless, the problem. I, I, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to sidetrack the conversation. No, 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 no. Here's the problem, though, because it's, it's good that you raised that. Filings are more concrete to the government than mathematical statistics. So even mm-hmm. though what you might okay. be saying is true, yeah, your demographic of women do themselves a disservice by filling out paperwork showing their negativity. Right, 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 right. I agree, I agree. I just wanted to point that out, but I'm sorry. I didn't which is, a, to- hey, hey, which is a, 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 a one of the things Game Changer would tell you. Hey, look, Kind of y'all do it to yourselves when y'all file that stuff. Mm-hmm. And, Good point. And, and Good point. That can undo that. Right. And that's how they were able to measure last year. I think it was uh, either 2019 or 2018 that the household income per capita between black women and white women uh, was substantially different mm-hmm. because white women tend to get married at an earlier age and black women tend not to. Right. So they tend to, you know, just have a child, but they're not actually married. So the income between the two is, is going to be starkly different. And so I, what I'm saying here is overall, and I was trying to make this point, is that they're bringing something into the relationship that is not necessary, which is the feminist aspect. When it comes to black women, white male, it, they don't do that. They seem to drop all of that stuff immediately. And in fact, if you go on Amazon, there's a book written about swirling that specifically tells you in the first chapter Tell black women in the first chapter to drop the attitude and drop all that, all that, uh, you know, yep. that, uh, part of the culture. Yep. If you have this conversation right now, there people will pretend that that doesn't happen, and it does happen. So that's the point that I was just trying to make in the chat: that black women know exactly what's wrong, and they know exactly what they're doing is wrong, but they're going to persistently do it anyways. They're superimposing their views onto brothers, and that's what's turning brothers away, and that's what's driving this whole. That's why it's been a conversation. Let me let, let me ask you this question though, Mike, because. Uh, Going back to this thing about remarry, white guys remarry four times more than any other American male here mm-hmm. in America, according to, to the Department of Justice filings. Mm-hmm. So with that said, do you not also think that the power of the white man to just bounce and leave and give you give you a bag out the door, kind of like uh, uh, Robert De Niro did? Yeah, I've been with you. I've enjoyed you. But, you know, it's time for me to get somebody newer and better. How much you need? Half my fortune here. Take that. I'm out. I'm gonna get that again anyway. But that's Do you not think that also applies to it. 
I don't think so. I don't think that's who they're marrying, though, right? Um, I think Soul Dad O'Brien has a channel on YouTube. She talked about this some years ago, that black men tend to marry within their um, their academic and their tax bracket. So in, in other words, brothers who have bachelor's degrees, master's degrees are also marrying other women outside the outside the group with, with the same criteria. When oh. it comes to black women, they tend to not marry up. Right, they they're not really marrying up. They're kind of marrying in the, in the uh, either lateral or on the reverse pattern. And I and I haven't. Why are they not marrying up? I I just don't think they're part of those networks, bro. I don't think they're part you know, of those. Networks. I do well, think um, though we have to be careful about statistics too, because some statistics that I hear quoted in this space are like self-reporting. And you know they're they they can be misleading. Even when you think about, I know there was a statistic quoted regarding like the wealth of Black women or lack thereof, and how it'll be at zero and twenty something odd years or something. Um, like most of the studies used in that article were self-reporting studies. Like Black people are not going to be um, upfront with the. Um, their wealth or, you know, any assets that they have that are not documented. Now, I, and I'm not saying that black women don't have a problem with spending and we, you know, um, don't have issues regarding um, our um, financial state. Um, however, I just like some of the information that, that is constantly brought up in this sector, um, mm -hmm. it, it, you know, we should scrutinize it a little bit more. Well, I'm not, I'm not saying it's the ultimate uh, factor. It's one factor, right? Oh, so, no, um, that wasn't about your comment. I'm sorry. That was an aside. My apologies. Right, right. And so the point that I'm making here is, you know, to answer uh, uh, Q's uh, question is, why aren't they married up in that in that capacity? I think one factor for the interracial part is that they don't have access to those networks, right? Not, um, And the other factor here is that their brothers who do have themselves together also have a lot more upward mobility, so they tend not to be available to those sisters too. And so sisters Point. tend to marry down um, at their own uh, uh, detriment. And you see that a lot in the, uh, not the manuscript, but in, in most predominantly black areas. I grew up in the 90s where, you know, Howard Homecoming, Hampton University. I know who some of these sisters were getting with when they were in college. Who's getting knocked up? Who's getting involved in crime? <laughs> who's carrying the guns? Who's carrying the dope for those dope boys? Who you know, using their dormitories for uh, stash places and turning you know their dormitories into uh, trap houses and stuff like that. I, I, I was there that at that time, so I know exactly what some of these sisters were doing back then. And they don't want to come out and come clean and say, "Hey, this is how I lived my life back then. This is why I'm in the situation that I'm in now." They don't want to connect the dots in those areas. You know what? That's something the women should really get together, a panel of women, and discuss this one topic without switching to a different topic. Right. What is it about the lower level Leroy as mm -hmm. opposed to the higher level dudes? Because all I ever hear from women is, that don't mean he a good man. Well, <laughs> well what is Tank Top Tony? <laughs> we, we sort of addressed that in passing. Um, you know, we, we talked about it. We, we, talked, we touch on it from time to time. But I think, like, in a nutshell, um, it's, it's about being able, like, it's about um, black women's insecurity and them being able to control him. Um, I've seen black women who are intimidated by a man who is successful and doesn't have a need for them. 
because mm-hmm. he has more leverage at that point. I, I've seen that too. Um, and that was a very good question research. Um, I have one for Mike V. Did you hear the exchange earlier um, about um, how in the Black um, Eidos culture amongst the women, um, there is a comfort and disrespect that goes along with um, calling a man who provides for them too quickly or too excessively a trick. Um, there seems to be a visceral um, disrespect. There seems to be a visceral disrespect for men who provide um, for them coming from black women um, over any other group. Mm-hmm. Do you think that that discourages men of means to be with them? And perhaps that's why the um, the wealth ratio is skewed amongst black women. Yeah, absolutely. I, I heard I heard a fraction of what you were saying earlier. I, I kind of switched um, uh, devices, but I, I got the gist of what we, what you were trying to say. And a lot and the men who who had that, you know, um, those means, I have more to lose going into that relationship, and she has a lot more to gain. And I mean, let me put it into perspective. GC's grandmother, grandfather leaves a house in the will for you. She comes in, uh, said girl comes in into the relationship with nothing. She decides to go left on you. That that nice asset that your grandparents left for you, that, that's, that becomes her property now for all intents and purposes. True. But and, isn't that regardless of race, if, you know? It's regardless of race, but in the black community, you can't really, you're always, when you're trying to talk about building wealth, you're always starting from zero or from a negative position. Mm-hmm. And so no one, want, you know, no man who wants to, uh, uh, um, who has himself together wants to go into something that has a high failure rate. It just doesn't make a whole lot of sense then. Right. I agree. Especially in this 2020 dynamic when 20 years later, she done dated Mike. Mike done went ahead, had a family, and now she's able to go file for free uh, with mm-hmm. the uh, state state attorney that Mike did something back in 2020. And uh, now Mike and his family got to come out the pocket. Uh, yeah. And even if she's found not guilty, mm-hmm. uh, the DA will say, well, you know, I'm not going to prosecute, uh, prosecute charges against her. It ain't like this is England. Go ahead, Mike. Yeah, yeah but even... 7% uh, of your income uh, goes to child support. That's how they... That's how they so you make $100,000, that's 27 grand a year she's getting tax-free. To Mr. Research's point, um, most of the women doing that are not black, but also um, I understand your point and I, I know that the um, requirements for you know a, a civil lawsuit uh, are, uh, are more, far more lenient. I think have to have a preponderance of the evidence um, to file a civil lawsuit versus you know a, a criminal trial. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but to the topic, um, and I don't want to spend too much time on it. I, I, I need to get off the panel. To the topic, um, a lot of those women who are not married and are they worthy of marriage, they don't talk about what they was doing back in the 90s. And I'm talking about the Gen Xs. Mm. Uh, you, you, you and I, you know, uh, and even Game Changer, you know, we're all Gen Xs. I know what was going on back then. All I want to do is zoom, 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 zoom. Yeah, <laughs> I know who was getting picked up, you know, on campus with the uh, Escalade and, and the Navigator. I know who, who, who's, who's catching those STDs and no one can really figure out who it was because, you know, uh, the HBCU uh, uh, couldn't track down who the student was because the, the person that was giving it to them wasn't a student. He was off campus. And, and Mike, let's not talk about all the babies made the first five years of Freak Nick. Oh, yeah. 
So, um, Mike, be, uh, are you implying that um, because of that, or like, how does that relate to black women not being worthy of marriage? I guess I was just trying to. Because there's a criteria that there's a criteria that black men have in that in that position that I think a lot of sisters just fail at. They just not they can't reach the bare minimum. So if we're talking about having a C a C average on on your report card and all these women are coming with D's and D minuses, mm -hmm. you know, you're going to be SOL. Right. right. And I I I I, I, to I totally understand your point. Um, I just want to say that, um, you know, I, I want men to be aware of the fact that if you are traveling uh, abroad, um, you know, you don't know what this woman's past is. In addition, um, other mm -hmm. cultures don't do quote unquote slut shaming. And I'm not, talk, talk you know, men, men, men you know, just say that. about the past of other culture women. So we don't care. What? I'm saying, though, that while you think that the grass is greener on the other side, that you also have to be aware that, you know, because we're talking about uh, the past, you know, women um, who were from, you know, raised in the 90s and the type of behaviors that they were engaging in. What is the 90s? 20 years ago, too. So I want you to just also be aware that no matter what woman you get with, that there's you're running the risk that you don't know about her past. Okay, well, Concrete Rose, let's, um, I, I think, I must say this, and I hate to say this, um, the grass is most certainly and definitely greener on the other side. Oh, um, my gosh. And not even a little bit. Um, we're, we're, okay, we're talking, and how do you determine that? Well, by um, the influence of feminism. Take Look at the influence of feminism. Okay, fair enough. Um, I won't on, push back on, on that. Land. Um, if you sought the land, then the grass will, if it grows at all, will not be as green. Um, they have very little salt on their land. Mm -hmm. um, now, it's, it's you know, getting there. Um, however, it's nowhere near where it is here. This is ground zero. Um, it's much yeah. green. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I have no now, argument for that. That's get, fair. Yeah, You can get with the greenest grass. Um, like um, like complex design did with his with his um, uh, departed wife, you know you can get with the greenest grass here, and if you are, you're a very fortunate man. But you know the grass is greener there. Um, to reach to researchers' point, however, um, it may not be as green as you expect. Mm. Um, I do think that the that the legends um, are sometimes exaggerated, um, often exaggerated, and it may not be as green as you expect. But it is much greener. Yeah. Than it is. Well, and I agree with you, but I think to uh, the second half of your point, because we've talked to men um, uh, who have met their wives abroad and, you know, they move them here to the States and then everything changes, too. So, uh, <laughs> you know, they, well, they're, 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 they bought the grass here. To the less green lawn. Uh, so, of course, uh, but, but that, that's that's what come with the territory concrete. That's that's what comes with the game. Sure. It's the culture. You're you're bringing mm -hmm. you're, you're you're bringing the plant into bad soil when you bring them here. It's uh, the it's the. Uh, uh, it's the but but then yeah. again, that goes back to leadership again, though, gentlemen, because mm -hmm. if you're able to sustain your situation outside where you met her, you should then therefore do that, bringing her back to bad soil. 
uh, without any type of contractual or no no type of way to protect yourself is a bad leadership decision. Let me also say, going to uh, C. Rose's point, this is why I tell people all the time, Black women are not the number one purchaser of bestiality sex toys. Bestiality mm-hmm. sex is a big business. They wouldn't keep making these darn things. And, and you got to remember, the bestiality dog sex toy is smaller than your average Black man. But for some reason, some of our European friends keep purchasing these things in the millions. It It, it is a, a unique paradigm. Now, now, again, that's not to shame you. That's it just is. That's the, the research. Put down a documented fact. You're talking about- Mr. I don't research. know how to cannot shame a person by accusing them Mr. of research. obesity. No, no, it's not accusing. I'm, I'm, I, okay, I, I, well, we, 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 we've insinuated that black women are filled with STDs and everything. Well, nobody Go ahead, about them being shamed. Are you no, saying no, no, I, that will be that will be shaming too if I were to bring that up? Okay, I mean, okay. I, so I, guess I guess you're saying the only thing we can do is say positivity things or, or positive things because oh no 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 not at all brother okay okay yeah uh, because I'll, because I'll, it's a document I'll, I'll fall back I'm not I'm not I, I, I don't want you to think that I'm trying to pick on you no uh, no it's I'm not that no not let's have a clean slate and I'll fall back on that because I don't have a dog in the fight because I'm not yeah well I have a question for the panel too once y'all wrap that up too go ahead I just wanted to. Go ahead first, uh, Chaos. And then I'll come when in. you talk about bestiality sex toys, you talk about the sex toys that these women indulge, like sex sex toys. Dildos, dildos, dog dildos. It's a oh, I never even heard of such. That's what I'm saying, C. Rose. I've lived overseas. Mm. I've lived in Romania, France, England, and the Grill. Mm. And when I tell you, that over in Europe, my, now I was there during the 90s by myself, no military. I was in music. Mm-hmm. It's very weird some of the stuff you see when you live there as opposed to visit there. And before the internet was created, they had bestiality laws. Matter of fact, you don't want to believe Mr. Yeah, Research. I know that. I no, know no, that. I, I just want to say for the audience, you don't believe Mr. Research, type in bestiality law, Sweden bestiality Mm. law, Germany. And you'll see, they just ended these things, 2010, 2005. So so I'm not telling you nothing. I mean, even in Cuba, some of the little boys uh, who are poor, you know, they, 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 no, they, it's not funny. It's real talk. But you need to know, know, really got here. But you need to know really that we're that. having this conversation, though, because it's factual. From our black women worthy of marriage. Yeah, and I want to get back on topic. So I do have a question. So I think that the consensus is that uh, collectively, um, black women or not, it seems like most most of you agree with that. But uh, my follow up question is, what would make or what could black women do to, in your eyes, be quote unquote marriage material? Whoever wants to take it first. Learn. Well, um, they have to embrace it. I think think that uh, that you two ladies, even though, you know, I'm pretty sure you are um, and you have the husbands and fiancés to prove it. Um, um, However, I do think that you have taken the first step um, 
in doing that, and that is renouncing feminism um, and renouncing sister, uh, the sisterhood as a bad thing. Um, that is the very first step. Um, the second step would be to embrace your feminine side um, and then go from there. Now, the unfortunate thing, uh, because it's so ingrained into Black women's society, a lot of Black women who do this find themselves alone. Uh, because a, a black woman without a, a woman without a sisterhood in general um, is only going to be in the company of men if she has any company at all, which is not a good thing because she is True. of sexual value. So it is it is a very lonely path. Um, however, there is a reward. You will be um, more valuable um, in the way that men value women, and um, as a result, you would be more um, worthy of marriage. I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna say some some similar Ooh. what GC is saying. The sisterhood has betrayed black women. Notice the sisterhood yes. is more Ku Klux Klan toward black women than than supposedly men are. Let me prove it. Why call you a pick me just because you want love and romance? Why why call you a mammy? Why why shame another sister? Sisterhood wants to shame you because they want to control what you want as far as love and they don't want you to honor who these black guys they want you to honor anything else but these black guys so sisters attack sisters look at that c rose who wants to be part of that where right. sisters are are coming to sisters you mammy well if it was really about sisterhood wouldn't it be more loving oh sister i'm glad you found somebody you can do that for uh, mm -hmm. But no, it's not. Sisterhood, that's the first thing, is understanding the sisterhood. Look, the same way I understand the brotherhood ain't as strong as I want it to be. Okay, as much as we talk, it ain't as strong as I want it to be. I can't rely, I, I can rely on Mike V to, to, to get a job, but there's certain brothers I can't rely on to keep me protected the way you sisters can. The second thing is, I would be married right now if women had the ability to self-check themselves. This mm -hmm. this thing where it takes you it takes a, a a black woman specifically so long to realize that she's going against the team that makes people not want to participate. And I yield the mic. Excellent, excellent. Good, good point. You know. Mm -hmm. The only thing a sister could do at this point if she wants to get married, you do the best you can. You're going to have to be supportive and I guess, you know, keep your um, attitude to a minimum. And, you know, just be, be loving and you should be good. I mean, it won't be perfect, but if you do those three things, I think you'll find that man, you know, that will put a ring on it. I mean, there are some out there, but you're going to have to search right now. Cause right now, a lot of black men say they're not going to take the marriage. So you got to work hard to find who's in it. Yeah, I, I, I don't want to um, reiterate what uh, Game Changer and Mr. Research has already said, but I just came, came from the continent. I just came from uh, Rwanda. I was in Kigali uh, for about 10 days. And the thing that I like most about being there and what I noticed is missing in the black community here is that women are constantly in their feminine energy, no matter how impoverished they are. You know, you saw women walking around with baskets on their heads and, uh, you know, have to walk two or three miles back home. They were humble. It's good morning, brother. How are you doing, brother? Good afternoon, brother. Good evening, brother. 
You don't really see that here. It's yeah. a very sort of relationship um, that they seem to have with brothers here. Whereas over there, they're, um, they're well-spoken, they're well-mannered. Um, they're always in their feminine energy, no matter what the space is. Um, even in the elevator, man, um, you know, just, I did, I have no idea who this woman was, but the way how she just presented herself, you know, how you doing, brother? You know, is there anything I could do for you? You know, things like that. I think she worked at the hotel. But the point of the matter here is this. That feminine energy is, is the bare minimum that needs to be met. And I don't mm. see sisters actually doing that. You know, they're leveraging their education. You know, they're leveraging the corp, their access to corporate America against brothers. You know, um, Mr. Research and myself Heavy. have talked about this. And in the past, yeah, Mr. Research and myself has talked about this in the past. I've seen it. Sisters don't hire brothers. They kind of work against brothers. While Lock them out. Mm-hmm. Yep, Pakistani will look out for this. It's, it's just one of those things where the relationship is so uh, adversarial that it's almost impossible to um, to build a relationship or, or even talk about marriage as an institution. Mm. So I think if women actually got into their feminine energy, like the women from the continent and down in uh, Latin America, I think then you would see a bigger difference in how brothers approach them. Let me go. And can I just take 30 seconds to okay. say what, what, uh, what uh, Mike said about how the sister, even though she worked there, hearing that femininity, it's like for, for a black man who has achieved something, it's like Niagara Falls in the middle of Syria. Yes. It's like, Jesus Christ, this is what it sounds like? Yeah. It, 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 it kind of makes you excited, Mike, and then you'd be like, oh, she probably did work here. I was so mad I had to come back home, man. I was going to do a live stream about Wow. Yeah, I, I was angry, man. I, didn't want, I did not want to leave, man, because it's the whole environment. It's not just one or two women. It's the whole environment is like that. They all like that. See, and to me, hearing you guys talk about this as black men, like, you know, uh, I I, I am, I'm conscious. So hearing you talk about that, but you were, the feelings that you were able to, um, to, to feel by experiencing that from a sister is like, just heartwarming but at the same time it's heart it's kind of gut-wrenching because i'm like dang what are we you know like i don't know what could be done to wake black women up and that scares me well can i go mike please um what i was what thank you when i was saying when i was saying that the grass is greener on the other side mike is a oh he's oh well mike gave an example of that the grass was definitely greener in Rwanda than it is here. And that's poverty and everything aside. And but once again, mm-hmm. sister, you know, even the most visceral, even obsidian, even like the most visceral, um, you know, um, <laughs> the staunch people who speak against um, black women, you know, don't hate you. We just want you to get rid of the salt. You get rid of the salt and, yeah, you know, it's, it's not it's, it's no hate. You know, I mean. The soil is the same. It just got, you know, feminists came and they put a little salt in your in your thing before you were born. And, a lot of salt. Yeah, a lot of salt. And, you know, but I mean, it's no hate. I mean, he's in Rwanda just, you know, enamored by, you know, phenotypically uh, very similar women. You know, it's not it's yeah. insane. Yeah, it is. But I mean, so I hate to say it, but, you know, and we all were. We all were. If you were a player in the 90s, you was indoctrinated with the feminist ideology too because you're taking advantage of the free love aspect of it so i was duped too you know so don't 
don't take it personal, you know. I mean, I was oh yeah, I, I definitely point, don't. That's a good if point. Yeah. At the Jimmy Carter laws, black women would be totally better. I, yeah. I had uh, I, I had something I wanted to say too about this. I had three things I wanted to talk about. Number one, uh, you say like, what what can we do about this? And I think it's like these type of conversations and kind of crowd crowdsourcing the information, getting in the books and trying to get to really understand what happened because. What I see, you know, as a black man and part of part of uh, black male identity, especially if you're from from the inner city, uh, we have these narratives and part of these narr narratives is being a real nigga, real nigga from the streets. And a lot of us do a lot of dirt yeah. while we're young just to kind of fit this this narrative. Right. Well, we're all aware of that for men. But what 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 doesn't get talked about is this script, this narrative for women and this redemption story for women is. Well, you know, when I was younger and I was uh, real sassy with men and I rejected men and, you know, I had the kind of sex I wanted. And then, you know, there were, there were, these niggas were no good. And then, then I ended up getting pregnant by one of these niggas. And then, you know, I went to college and, or, you know, and I got my life together. And then when I got older, you know, I might, might have had a kid or two. And then I, and then I settled down and got married when I was in my, you know, late thirties or forties or, or, or maybe even fifties. Right. And this is embedded in the culture. See, it's not like it's not like people are necessarily making all these individual choices on their own. It, yeah, we do have free will, but part of it is, is just cultural. And so I think that's one aspect. The, another thing I wanted to talk about, too, is uh, Mike V was saying that black women don't have access to, you know, maybe upper tier, upper crust men. And so they kind of fall back. And I think that's true to some degree in, in some areas. But out here in Oregon, where. The, you know, the, the in I think in Portland, it's maybe 7%. Maybe that went that number went down because you got a lot of people migrating to Portland. It's like 5% of the population is black. So so 2.5%, you know, 2% uh, of the population is black women. All the other men are, are you know, are all are non-black men. And, they, and black women still don't date out. And they still have low marriage rates with black men here. So I think that, again, that kind of speaks to the culture and I, and I think part of this is um, what, that, what this says to me and from my experiences is that black, it's not a question is if black women are they worthy of marriage. My question is, do black women truly want to be married? And I think that's part of the narrative. It's not like women, you know, a lot of white girls, as soon as they, they get done out of, out of high school or they get out of college, they're really starting to think about marriage. Um, you know, they get their career started. They're thinking about marriage and black women kind of they do it, you know, they have the kids first to get the career first, then they want to get married. And I think I think that really hurts. Black, I hurt, it hurts black people, but it's something that never really gets discussed. And then BGS said something, too, man. I thought this was real powerful when he talked about the Klingon ma mating strategy. And I think this is a real <laughs> rub. Like, like uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, Minister Jeff, he talked about this. He said, uh, make he said uh, make black women nice again, like like. Bagna or something, you know, like like an offshoot of MAGA, make black women nice again. And so, you know, I went to school in an integrated school. I had friends that were bused across town from the black neighborhood to a white neighborhood. And so we got an experience of being around black girls and being around white girls. And the difference is profound in the way they treat you. It's like, why are you so mean? Why are you so mean? And, and BGS calls it this Klingon mating strategy where they beat you on the head, uh, you know, cuss you out and then and, and expect <laughs> you to chase them because the, they want to get with you. And it's, you know, and it's, it, it sounds funny, but how it's, that's, it's extremely true. And if you've ever seen the difference, like if you've ever been around other demographics, guys who've traveled or live in different neighborhoods and, and dated out, you're like, no, there is a big difference.
But see, I don't think black women understand that difference. And then if they do, do they, you know, what are, what are you going to do about it? And so that's what, those are just my thoughts. Well, thank you so much, Truth. Um, we're getting ready to wrap up. Does anybody have final We have talk? a new person. Is it silent? Um, oh, that uh, has uh, Keith Lamont. My bad. Hey, what's going on? Hello. What's going on, panel? Peace of the chat. I'm good. I'm good. Uh, yeah, just about our topic. Uh, you're probably not gonna like. You could chime in on anything that was discussed. Yeah, sure. So I kind of jumped in here at the end here. Just got home, kind of cleaning the crib, but interesting discussion. But you're probably not gonna like my answer, and that answer, unfortunately, is nothing. Black men have already seen too much, man. Hey, basically, what happens is. Uh, so, oh, you so know, nothing can be done. You're saying, oh, yeah. Well, I, I, I mean, you, you've gone, you've gone too far past the Mason-Dixon line, man. Like, if you jump into the ocean, right, you're going to go so far down that it doesn't matter how fast you swim up, you're never going to reach the top on time. Okay, you've you've re the the time that you could fix it was probably two years ago. Our women have been extremely arrogant in abusing their men. And, and black men have even put up with it until the last, what, year or two? All right. It's now at now, basically, it's almost like when you watch that, the the, the movie uh, and the villain is beating the shit out of the hero, beating him to his death. And then finally, at the last moment, the hero finds a way to stick a gun in his face. And then the villain starts begging for his life. Yeah. I mean, you're only begging for your life, you know, because now the gun yeah, is in your face. Analogy. Say what? I said that's some analogy. I, 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 I mean, I mean, you know what I'm saying. So now you you only apologize because now the gun was in, in in your face. But when you had control in the gun, you would have honorably pulled that trigger and not thought twice about it. So that's where we are, man. You know what though, um, Keith, I, I actually agree with that uh, to a certain degree. Um, my whole point is now. And I think concrete um, echoes the same sentiment. Yeah, it might be too late for this generation, but right. at some point, at some point it's yeah. going to have to be some things that change. Um, if we're looking for looking at future generations in right. marriage, marriage. And, and, and for Keith to say that, that's a good point, and I agree with that, Danny. But also the other point is we still have to look at like most black men are still choosing black women. So if we can't change for those that have already decided to leave, okay, we get that. But why not change for the men who are staying within the community and, and you know, make an effort to be uh, the best version of ourselves in hopes that we could change things for future generation for the men who, you know, for whatever reason are still, you know, um, having relationships with black women. I mean, the I honest answer to that is selfishness, man. Uh, I mean, at the end of the day, black men understand. I mean, I think in general, men are kind of coming to the conclusion that women just don't really give a damn about us, really. We're just really selfish. Common, we, you know, we're self-absorbed. We care about ourselves. Our needs come before everybody else's. You know, and so, you know, we, we're, we're, we're uh, you know, honestly, most men, <clears throat> you know, people call us simping and shit. But the reality is most men want to actually love women, man. We're built to love and protect women and drive through a wall for women that we love, man. That's the real truth. Men are very, very idealistic. 
you know, the world has to paint men as these fucking savages. We're that too. But, at but the, the thing the day, is, we know that because women are manipulative. We've manipulated yeah. men for since the beginning of time. Women know that. We know our power. We understand that. And you know, I I I take full accountability for what what we do as women. But this is kind of a monster that fellas have also helped to create by spoiling women, by not standing up, by not saying enough of of, of your stuff. And I do think that it's just going to get worse. Like the the, the um, ideology that's being pushed regarding feminism and the agenda that's being pushed, it is like more pervasive than ever before. And if you notice it's backing more and more men off. Like you, you know, I'll, I'll look on social media, right? You know, yeah, you know, you see these conversations about like social justice, right? And you see the conversations about even like the movies, right? Where, you know, uh, Iron Man's a woman and, and you know, Black Panther's a woman, like the propaganda that's right, happening. It's ridiculous. All that does is push more, more and more men away because Men now can see the deliberate. They're basically it's waving not their even fucking finger. Like, believable. Face. They want you know whatever a man can do. That that's part of it. You know these. You know, even like you said, they're yeah. It's crazy. You know, men took it hard when you watch Star Wars. You know, and you you know Han Solo flies a Millennium Falcon. You know, it's a real big thing. And you know, and this machine is a very complicated fucking ship and very personalized. And then you know you see the little seventeen year old chick hopping the fucking ship and just start driving it, bossing him around his own right. shit. Right, it's not even you know, so, like that a woman could yeah. have that amount. Yeah, come on, it's just, yeah. And then what men see when they look at that is they think about going home to their wives and how they're smart, capable men and how their wives just boss them around and treat them like complete fucking idiots. You know, everywhere you go, you look at, and then you walk, you turn on the Kmart commercial and then, you know, the dude's trying to screw in a light bulb and heaven forbid he can actually screw in a fucking light bulb without the wisdom of his wife, you know? Exactly, that. And then you see, even, it's even everywhere you fucking commercials, look. like, it's, it's, it's everywhere, <laughs> you know? And it's like he would said, probably cut I his penis off with a razor by trying to shave if it weren't for his wife. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, God damn. So once you see it, you really can't unsee it because it's every fucking where. Men are just tired. You know, you know the interesting been- thing, though, that I that men are actually pushing back against it, that... Yes, women are being indoctrinated with it, but that men are rejecting it and resisting it, you know, that black men are. Yeah. I think, and, you know, even men are do, men in general are rejecting that, you know, and that's why Trump is in office, right? And <clears throat> who would have ever thought Donald fucking Trump would be in office and Kim Kardashian and, and Kanye West would be taking pictures with him in the Oval Office? That's like a bizarre, did you ever see that photo? That's a bizarre photo to see Donald Trump, uh, you know, and Kim and Kanye together in the Oval Office like that. It should look crazy, right? And, and it reminds me of that book, um, The Black Swan, right? Did you ever read uh, by Tlaib, The Black Swan? If you ever read it, it's a great book. And basically it just talked about how like a black, the thing is uh, people thought all swans were right, were white. They said, a black swan, that's impossible. All swans are white. Everybody knows that. And then all of a sudden they saw a black swan and, you know, and it, it changed people's belief systems. And he, he tells all these stories of things that just came out of nowhere and just boom, smacked the world in the face and changed the landscape of things. And so when I look at black marriage rates or black love and, and, and black families, it's like, yeah, it looks like shit is it, it, we're headed off somewhere else. But, you know, it could be a black swan event that brings us back together. Is, is, mm. is that Trump? Is that maybe the election of Bernie Sanders? <laughs> is that a more conservative uh, 
uh, court system um, mm. that, that starts with the Supreme Court and then matriculates down and then, you know, kind of reverses some of these feminist policies. I don't know what's going to happen, but I know that I'm not certain of anything. And so, you know, I, I trust me, I understand the, hostil the hostility, understand the anger, understand the resentment. And I know that like black women have have proven themselves untrustworthy um, in relationships with black men in, in a cultural sense. And I think a, a lot of that goes back and forth too, but I wouldn't be so certain that things can't change just because you just, you just never know. Right. Okay. Well, we're going to have final commentary. This has been a really good conversation, just very productive and eye-opening, but um, who, who's going to go ahead and chime in with their final comments next? See, I'm not always an asshole. Oh, uh -huh. no. <laughs> chaos, you want to start, or um, who was that? Um, Girl, that just... if chaos is I... even up here, <laughs> chaos be uh, building houses and shit. Mm -hmm. Um, okay, so who wants <laughs> Mr. Research? You want to uh, do your final commentary on tonight's topic? Mr. Research. Okay. Yeah, he busy. <laughs> we up here by ourselves. Um, why don't we get perfect in really quick for his commentary on the topic, and then we'll um, finish up with the, the um, final comments before we shut it. No doubt. I mean, the conversation's over with now, huh? But if you want, you can still give your thoughts. I mean, just on like, the subject in general. I mean. I mean, yeah, to answer the question, I mean, pretty much it's one of those things, you know, look, if I had to come off the top of my head, I would say fuck no. And the reason why I say that is because, see, what a lot of people don't want to address when we have these conversations about, you know, black men and black women is that the women have taken on this attitude, this recalcitrant attitude or whatever, and made it a part of their identity, you know, like basically, you know, um, being, you know, being antagonistic, being hard to deal with, you know, b basically being fucked up towards black men, they've made it a part of their identity so much so to where like, let's say if Danielle or Concrete Rose, now they're actually in a relationship where they're cooperative with their men, right? You know what I'm saying? They're going along playing the traditional role and stuff. You got a black women who will actually get them a hard time for that and say that they're they're not real black women. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? So mm -hmm. there's that element out there. It's like that that's gotta be addressed because people are saying stupid shit like that. So you have a lot of people who feel like um to, to validate who they are, you gotta be that way. So it, it has to become, you know, um the norm or it has to become cool, I guess, for black women to actually be cooperative because I mean, you you can't have this antagonistic attitude towards relationships, this rebellious attitude towards it all, but then expect for, you know, dudes to be okay or want to marry you and stuff. I mean, it, it it just don't work like that. You know what I'm saying? Not saying that's you, not saying that's Danielle, but generally speaking, new, it can't be like that. But oh, but overall though, I mean, you know, the 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 good black men, the good black women. I mean, if they can find each other and make something work. That's cool, you know, but statistically speaking, I mean, it's so fucked up out there that, you know, I mean, not trying to tell nobody what to do, but, you know, except for what's best for them. You know I mean, one of the things that I kind of noticed where I, I kind of knew it was finally the nail in the coffin, where I kind of saw coming anyway, but 
basically the best that black men can get is okay, we'll give you that femininity. We'll give you all that shit. You just have to buy it. You just got to pay for it. Mm-hmm. See, so Thank you. you, know, you just realized who you are. Oh my gosh, that's why he said I can be nice sometimes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, you go from black men see one extreme from I don't need you niggas to okay. If I'm gonna be, if I'm gonna show you any modal of respect, you're just gonna have to pay all my bills. And you and cannot you make that type of a fucking oh, pendulum wow. and, and think unless you think men are just stupid. And you know what's funny about that, bro? Like I was having a conversation with somebody recently about that. And um, it was basically about how men can't really expect quote unquote submissiveness from a black woman and whatnot unless he's paying all the bills. Now on the surface, that shit sounds good, but I'm telling them, I'm like, look, bro, that sounds good and whatnot, you hear me? But the problem is that, see, the women are usually saying that shit as basically some sort of a cover story to do what the fuck they're gonna do anyway, which is to be um, combative towards you. Because see, if being 50-50 was all it takes for them to you know, um, have, I guess, the right attitude or to be cooperative with you, you gotta explain to me how come so many black women are willing to get with this fucking PlayStation 4 playing ass motherfucker who has no job, who sits back eating her kids' Lunchables and drinking her juices. I mean, they're willing to be perfectly submissive to him now even though she's taking care of him. You know, you gotta explain. Man, bro, you know, I gotta, I gotta shoot back against this 50-50 shit, because it's a lie. All right, first of all, the 50-50 shit came from women, because they wanted half the power, or they wanted all the power. But basically, that's what, they weren't talking about paying any bills. 50-50 concept came from women, right? Because they wanted to also have equal say in the relationship. That didn't have anything to do with a man paying the bills. That's the first point. Second point is, if you look out into the real world, most men are paying well over 50%. All right? He's paying the, the hefty part of the bills in general. Not, I mean, of course, not if you're dealing with some degenerate dude, but most yeah. dudes are, are picking up the heavy lifting in the relationship. Yeah, true, true. They're paying 80 yeah. 90% of the damn yeah. bills while mm-hmm. she picks up the small bills. So this damn lie about 50 50 is bullshit and we need to stop that you know when you go out on saturday night it's the guy driving the car it's the guy getting out and yep. the gas while she sits on her phone they, yep, right true. it's the guy that pays when he goes to the restaurant and pays the tip and pays for the movie what come on man like we had these conversations online everything, everything <laughs> the vast majority of relationships are not fucking women even even women who are making money are being taken care of or having the mask because most men are like, listen, I'm going to pay rent. I'm going to pay a mortgage anyway. So I'm not really losing anything as long as she's not really taking anything away. But meanwhile, she gets rid of her eight, $900 rent a mortgage. You see what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. a, a relationship for a woman to a man is a net benefit gain for her. And it's usually a net loss for men. And men are saying that net loss is worth it. Quick, let me, let me, quick, let me, let me add on to that. Wait a minute. Let me a quick shout out to um, DJ Knopf. We really, really, really appreciate the support. Um, yeah, we, we really, really appreciate the support. So keep it coming. Thanks, DJ Knopf. We do. But yeah, so yeah, I was going to say, like, I mean, now everything, now the whole list that Keith just ran down, right? Now, contrary to popular belief, contrary to what you may hear in this sector a whole lot, now, a lot of men actually don't mind doing that. You know what I'm saying? A lot of men don't mind, you know, taking on, um, you know, what do you say, about 80, 90 percent. A lot of men don't, don't mind bearing the financial responsibility like that. But the only thing about it is 
Now, it's not going to be some shit where I'm, I'm shouldering the responsibility, but yet I can't even get some basic fucking respect. We ain't rocking like that. You know what I'm saying? That's the only thing about it. And basically what it is, is then know when you're just trying to hustle me, man. It's not right. about me being a leader. You're just trying to fucking hustle. Hustle <laughs> me out my pockets, man. <laughs> Come on, man. You can hide yeah, that's, all that's that behind traditionalism, but the reality is, you know, man, I'm I mean, on basically, yeah. I think what what I think what I I think what I envision when I hear a lot of the ladies speak is they want to be like basketball wives, sipping mm. mimosas with their girlfriends at noon while talking shit about their husband who's off at work, who ain't gonna mm. be home for five or six hours. That, you know what? They want to be socialites, <laughs> man. You know, oh, like when they talk about man. being stay-at-home mothers, yeah. I don't envision them wanting to be stay-at-home mothers because they actually want to be able to take care of the family and do all they, they want to be stay at home mothers so they don't have to go to work anymore and they can sit mm-hmm. and be paid for, man. It isn't coming from a place of selfishness, selflessness and, and wanting to be about a family. It's coming from a place of taking advantage, man. You know, let's get Roger in here too, because he's Wait. the reason of, for this topic. Once y'all hey, do you mind for me? One more statement. I, I want to hear what he. Oh no, no, because Keith brought up Keith brought up the word traditionalism, right? Now, this is another conversation I had recently with somebody on this thing. I'm like, look, man, the problem with a lot of women today when we had these conversations about marriage and um and about the roles that get played in marriage and stuff. Now, the problem is that see, a lot of women had this thing, you know. I mean, I don't want to sing out black women, but it is what it is. The issue is that a lot of them had this thing where they want to jump back and forth. To being traditional and to being, um, you know, modern day woman and all that shit, right? It's like when either when, when either one is beneficial. It depends on which one's beneficial at that time. So, right. I mean, when I mean when it's time to fucking um, say for instance, y'all live together and all that. When it's time for her to all bring something to the table, okay, now now okay, now she wants to be traditional because that means the man got to pay for this, he got to do this. Basically, yeah. When it's when it's time for her to roll up her damn sleeves and do something. Oh, um, you're traditional now, but when it comes to something that benefits her, you know, you want to get a high paying job or, you know, you want to, you want to be able to, to, um, have a certain kind of attitude, you know, towards this and that, or you're modern, you're, you're a modern woman now. So that's something else that, you know, a lot of women going to have to deal with. I mean, you, you can't straddle the fence, you know, jumping, um, from side to side whenever with uh, one benefits you and one doesn't can't play that game. But that's what- you got That's it. what I mean about we're all intelligent people. That yeah. That is basic logic. So anyone who doesn't get that basic logic is a sociopath. Yeah. I'm sorry. Because it's not hard to put one and two together. That's true. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's true. Um, I wanted to tell y'all one day I went into Starbucks and there was a uh, soccer mom looking woman. It was around the summertime, but she let me cut in line and I got mad as shit. She looked like she had shit to do herself. I just got the kids off the school. Now I was mad because I was like, "Damn, I'm unmarried, and I want to be a, a I wanted to be a, a stay at home wife, and you know, educate the kids and shit." I was jealous. Yeah. But did you want that when you were young? You know, feminists were in your Actually, hair. To be honest with you, um, like I really thought I would be married early. And when I was proposed to, and the guy cheated on me, and I ran, I ran like shit. Um, 
you know, I don't regret, I don't regret any of my decisions, but you know, I do look back at it and think like, you know, I am 40 and unmarried and a single mother. So I do kind of look back at it like, well, damn, you know, um, if I had made better choices, I could have been in a different situation, but you know, it, it turned out uh, how it was supposed to in a certain sense. So I don't regret anything, but it does make me kind of look back at, you know, like what my grandmother and uh, my family was telling me. So. Uh, be honest, I think you do regret some things. Um, I regret, I, I, I regret not being able to, um, like, not raising my child in a two-parent household, especially when boys need um, a constant uh, male guidance. So well, there was a regret. That's the thing that I regret is because I'm a single mother. Was the kid? Was the child? Was it by the the guy that had proposed to you that cheated? No, no. Um, so when you and, and if I'm asking something too personal, no. let me know. All right, none of this is disrespectful. Uh, I, I I just love to get some fucking insight to you know just kind of people's you know just why people do what they do. I like you know I like the psychology behind this. But okay, so okay, so when you look back, it, obviously it was a big deal. Okay, he cheated. I can see for a woman that's a big deal. Now you're looking back. You say you're 40. If you were to go back now, would cheating be a deal breaker? This is a guy said, okay, I'm going to be your husband and protect you. Was it, was he a guy that was pretty solid other than the cheating or was he, he was. just an asshole? And no, so, he, he uh, was actually pretty solid. So yeah. looking back now on the cheating, right? Cause this, I, I always have, I'll, I'll tell you why I, I'm asking this question actually too. But um, was that worth leaving the guy that cheated but he did everything else right? And then now you're in that scenario, you know, you obviously got with another guy that didn't work out. You know, did that, that guy you have a child with propose to you at all? He did. He did. And um, did, you, did you want to say it at all? Why? I mean, or be vague or why that didn't work or um, a lot of it had to do with my young, um, my immature mindset. I was very, very immature, um, kind of simple minded, um, wasn't really oh, qualify that a little bit. Like, well, when, like when when um, now to answer your first question, to answer your first mm -hmm. question about the regret part. Had I had a child and he cheated and I didn't take, I, I, and I, let's say I didn't take him back after that, then it would have probably been more regret because the child had been brought into play. But that's fair. Okay. Um, being that that happened, you know, we, we everybody moves on with life, but um, no doubt, no doubt. As far as my um getting pregnant and not accepting the proposal from my son's father. Um, now I do kind of look back at that and not really looking, I didn't look at the situation as being a long-term thing, um, as far as the single motherhood. And, um, I'm not going to necessarily say I, I ever struggled to take care of my child, but it's children do come out better in two parent households. And, you know, when you see it from that perspective, it becomes a, a, a small thing of regret for me because I did want to raise, you know, it was actually a dream to raise my child in a two-parent household. But um, me and my son's father, we actually had problems like getting along. Like we didn't get along after the fact. And it was a lot of shit that I overlooked um, during the duration of our relationship that I was so desperate for love and shit. Mm -hmm that I ignored a lot of shit and then my own immature mindset didn't work out. You know, and it's not um, a thing that's totally on him. 
And it's not, you know, I'll take, I'll take responsibility for my part in it as well. Hey, that's Daniel, fucking honorable. I mean, fuck. That's honorable. I mean, yeah. let me tell you something, bro. Yeah, we Man, you know what? I mean, truth be told, bro. Now, see, what you just, in my opinion, from the way I'm seeing this thing, as simple as what I'm going to say is, I mean, it's um, it has a big impact. I mean, the fact that she sat up here and ran off, you know, her past story, and she actually admitted that if she could, she would have done something differently so that things didn't turn out the way that they did. Now, a lot of motherfuckers, man, who be in these same situations, bro, they won't even admit something like that. They won't even say, um, if I could, you know, make a different choice, I would, you know. I mean, obviously, you can't go back in time and do anything, you know, but still a learning experience, though. But, yeah, most won't even do that damn much. They'll act like they made all the choices, but everybody else is fucked up. You know what I'm saying? I'd like yeah. to respond to Fitness Mom in the chat if I could. Um, so her, um, and, and I think, I think from a woman's perspective, cause I'm going to give the brutal truth from a guy's perspective, but I can think outside the box. So I understand the viewpoint. So she says, breaking that commitment. She's talking about you. Was that sister, right? That was just talking, telling your story. Uh, so she was saying breaking that commitment and his word is a character flaw that shouldn't be ignored. How can you follow a man that can't trust his word? He is a cheater, which I listen, I get that. That's reasonable. All right. Now my savage mind says, Okay, maybe so, but but she's 40 years old and she doesn't have a husband. And so you have nothing. So instead of having a man who does 90% right, and then you have this fucking character flaw, you have 0% of zero. Well, I, I, I agree, Keith. I think what's going on is um, the circumstances under which a lot of um, young black ladies are raised, too. So um, when making a major decision, like should I stay or should I go um, in her scenario, um, you have to weigh the pros and the cons. Um, yes. And and what happens is she didn't have a certain thing on the scale for the pros. Like that family that you've seen with the soccer mom in the coffee shop and stuff, she right. probably grew up that way. So when she weighed the pros and the cons, she's, she's envisioning on the side of the pros, she's envisioning the whole soccer mom future that she'll have, uh, which you probably didn't put on the pros scale uh, side. No. Just you just seen on the on the concept he's a he's a he's a cheating ass nigga, um, and you know it, it weighed the cons down without having a balance on the pros like saying you know but I will be this soccer mom and you know other people can cut in front of me because I have so much leisure time you know like that 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 because you probably didn't grow up that way that wasn't on the scale. And I think that that's probably why um, that probably had a large impact on the decision. You know, and what's crazy is um, my grandmother was still very, like, very encouraging. Like, no, you don't just um, let yeah. you learn how to uh, be a woman. And, you know, I, I just found that interesting because I was making my own money. And we were in the military at the time. And I just felt like, well, I don't fucking need this shit. I ain't got to put up with nobody cheating on me. But, um, yeah. you and know. That, 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 these were on the scales. But your grandma seen the future. She did. Um, she that did. you didn't see yet. You know, so that's, yeah. So, no, I get, yeah, I get why it happened. You know, there was a missing piece, and that is the the future that you probably wasn't even told was a good thing and was reasonably available to you at 25. I mean, and I'm also going to say something that you probably won't agree with. Actually, you haven't really disagreed with me today. That's that's a, that's a first. Um, see, 
Um, let me just say it like this, because uh, I, I, I like where Fitness Mom's head at. Listen, I understand that. But see, from a man's perspective, it's only cheating because you're calling it cheating. When a, when a man sleeps with another woman, it's not cheating. When a woman does, it is. How about that? No, that's very I, true. Can y'all hear me? I get off. Men the and women are different. Men are supposed to have sex with strange women. Women are not built to have sex with strange men. That's just the way it is. Yeah, it's wrong. You know, I agree. a big part of the problem, I think, in the black community is the way that our men cheat versus the way other men cheat. Um, I agree. Men cheat with a whole fucking relationships. They don't just go and get some strange. They want to buy the bitch stuff. They pay bills. Um, they do all the things sexually, the, the things that they would do with their wives. They do. Who doing all that shit? Who doing all yeah, that? No, but all fairness, though, that is that is that is, that is not a black. That's not black men. That's men. That's more of a like fifteen-year-old CEO sugar daddy. Yeah. Who, the, who the fuck? Successful men. It is known all over the, the universe that successful men have women on the side, except for in the yeah. United States. If you're Kobe Bryant or Michael Jordan, you are expected to have other women. Everyone around you in your society understands that you're the top 1% of the 1%. You're expected to have multiple women. It's only in the U.S. everyone plays this game of pretend. We pretend <laughs> like all these superstars need to rape these women. We just pretend. That's a good point. Like, yo, yo, can y'all hear me? Everyone's just fucking dancing around, lying, and everyone knows the truth. You watch the news and it gets discussed, and no one is honest about it. Yeah, Mike, check. Mike, check. Can y'all hear me? Yeah, 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 bro. Oh, okay. Real quick, I'm going to get off y'all. I promise. Like, I came up here to actually troll and shit, right? But y'all done fucked fuck that up. Um, <laughs> oh, man. Y'all having good ass conversation. I can't even troll, man. Um, uh, <laughs> yeah, I couldn't. I wanted to get Keith and shit, Keith and Game Changer, man, but I can't get him. Um, what's, what's good, guys? What's happening, man? What's happening? Hey, nah, cool, bro. Yeah, um, good conversation, man. Um, I want uh, Concrete and, and uh, Sister George, man. Y'all doing a good job facilitating some uh, some real conversations, man. This is a dope fucking uh, panel, bro. Thumbs fucking up. You know I am Mister, you know, cynical. This is yeah, yeah. We don't talk. Hey, we don't talk. Um, so so yeah, no, nah, game changer, and everybody's been having like a really good good conversation. So I'm I'm a, I'm gonna you know uh, give a thumbs up for their facilitation of the conversation so um which is this it can be difficult to do with with uh with with this environment at times so yeah uh, yeah just congratulations man y'all y'all doing y'all got something in the pot that's that's the right formula so keep on going i'm mad as shit i'm mad as shit right now i couldn't do what i wanted God to do damn. Yeah, and, and, and like, fitness hey, mom, hey, bro, we, like, we understand it's about the fact that the partner lies it's I because Men have to lie because we live in this society that's fucking you. You just can't say I just like this fuck strange hole from time to time. Okay, it's not acceptable to do that. If it was, men wouldn't have to lie. We lie because we love you. If we didn't give a damn about you, we just tell you the truth and keep pushing. I don't care you fucking do. Well, and and also and also, I, uh, at least I understand that it is a um 
they just don't want it thrown in their face. Most women yeah. understand the whole "don't ask, don't tell" because that's what that's what it really is. Especially when you're dealing with a you know submissive woman. You know, I'm not going to mention my relationship, but there is a silent "don't ask, don't tell," um, even though both sides may know what's going on. Um, and I know why game changes. Well, I mean, it's the way that they it's the way that they feel, and also um, it's reasonable deniability to their friends who are you know, um, who don't embrace such things and would look down upon them for allowing such behavior. So I- But you're forgetting one component of it, GC. There's one component you're missing. It's all related to marriage, my G, right? Other women in other countries aren't divorcing at 50, 60% either. So Mm -hmm. those other women understand that they're in it for the long term. See, um, here in America, the woman plans to divorce you and take half your shit. And if you have other women on the side, they those other women can potentially have their hands in your pocket, hence taking money out of her pocket. That's why she doesn't want you to have other women, because she sees those resources being shared. The women in other countries understand that they're actually in the marriage to stay in the marriage. And so therefore, the, res- the resources will stay in the marriage. So they're not going to try to hustle you out that money in 10 years. So they understand that you need to you know, get your rocks off to keep going out there, making money and being the man that you are. I think that um, a lot of women, a lot of women I know have actually stayed in their marriages where their man has cheated. But um, it depends on the type of cheating that the man does. If it's to a point to where it's disrespectful and you got the woman calling the house and the woman showing up and she's talking shit to you and acting a fool with you and a man doesn't know how to control his bitches. Um, then that's the shit that becomes um, an issue with a lot of the women that I know. But I know a lot of women who will kind of get um, a feeling of some shit being wrong and they'll actually um, remain because it's hard to uh, pick up and put down, especially if the man is a provider and he's um, taking care of shit and he's um, handling his business at, at the house. It's when a woman is... Um, is being neglected, I think, is when she might decide to leave. And then if the man has assets to where she can get half of, then it's like, you know what? I can take half of his shit and mm-hmm. um, still be cool. Um, but, you know, I think a lot of men don't really put um, any stock into a woman actually being heartbroken by the thing. So that's my take. No, that's, that's definite. It. I mean, we Sometimes a pretty lie is the truth to a woman. Um, and this is something that took me years to realize. My truth. Um, sometimes. So um, <laughs> that being the case, I, I think when the woman comes beating at the door and shit like that, it breaks the illusion. It also breaks the don't ask, don't tell, and plausible deniability when that happens. So that that is a greater insult to what's what's going on in the um, in the situation. It is a it is a fickle thing to deal with though. I mean, real talk. I mean, if I'm if I'm paying all the bills, not only am I well, I'm supposed to get your submission anyway. But let's just assume I'm buying your submission. If I'm paying all the bills, I'm definitely getting strange vagina. Definitely, that's a part of that package. But do you I mean, have now, to rub if, if, if you would you rub it in her face? Uh, say, I mean, no, nah, I mean, I don't have to rub it in her face. I'm just yeah, gonna go out I mean. and do it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't have to, I, you know, I don't need to be an asshole about it. I'm just gonna fuck bitches. In front. No, like, yeah, I don't yeah, think that's that. most men. I don't think that's most men anyway. Again, yeah. we, 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 
we put this five percent. Yeah, yeah, ass don't tell. Yeah, most men get caught cheating. They're not dangling their fucking chick. You know, it's usually him doing his best to hide it, and she doing everything she can to find the information. Yeah, and when she does, you know, um, like she said, because some chick gets out of line and it's in her face. You know, there is that yeah. feeling. You know, there is that broken illusion type. You know, the whole policy is shifted. I knew, but now I know. Right. Uh, thing going on. So no, well, I, I, I bitch can't play her role. But Ashanti Edwards says, "These the men we supposed to marry. We don't want to marry you anymore. See what you don't understand is this is the effect of the cause. Okay, you, you've created you've created this monster. The American woman has created this monster that is now known as the modern man. We're faster, smarter, stronger. You know, we go to work working on three four monitors, answering phones, and you know, writing reports. You're dealing with a new millennial man now. We're not our That's fathers not and grandfathers." All right, just that just laid down and got stomped on. You're dealing with brothers are doing it now. We have money now. We're we're getting around the country. Our dating options are out. Black men have the whole world has now opened up to us in the last 15, 20 years. All right. So the 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 whole thing is we've seen too much now. Yes, the grass is greener. I mean, again, you know, we have these conversations like black men aren't out here actually doing this stuff already. We're coming back here and saying this is what's happening on the other side of that fence and the other side is saying if you go over there no we've been over there you're not going to scare us that's bullshit you, you're arguing with people who never left detroit talking about what's going on in the uk okay really well, well let uh, me take this in a, in a slightly different direction because i'm i'm number one i'm not going to defend any man that cheated on his woman if you cheat on your woman that's bad period i can't say that that's good but if you see the reaction of women, you see that they don't even actually care that the man cheat. Women care yeah. that it, it got exposed that he was cheating. They don't want to be sure. embarrassed. So it's not about the cheating. It's about their image. Now my image is hurt because I, I'm known to have a man that's cheating on me. So women don't care about sleeping with a man that's already sleeping with somebody else because that's what hoes do. Hoes have always slept with men that have slept with somebody else at the end of the day. Now, to answer the question of the show, are black me women worthy of marriage? The answer is a resounding no. How do we know this? Because they're unmarried. They are the least married women and they get divorced more than anybody else. So if people saw them as worthy of marriage, how can that be the case? Because when you, if you just ask that question, it goes beyond just black men. If black plus women because some great, of them can't do math like Ashanti. The average black man earns $19 an hour. Most of you don't have passports. Well, the average annual income is what thirty five thousand dollars. So nineteen dollars an hour is about what thirty eight thousand dollars a year, roughly. So that's yeah. above the national average. So again, you can't do math when you're talking this stuff. You have to understand the world you live in. You need to get off a of TV. Most people are not making a hundred thousand dollars a year. I know you have in your head this six foot, six foot, six figure shit. Most people do not make fucking six, six figures. Okay. Jesus fucking Christ. The average fucking yeah. American is not balling. All right. Well, well let's, let me, let's do this though. The average salary for a black man, the last I checked, which is probably about six months ago, was about uh, 28,000. The average for a black woman was around 23,000. So we do, as a group, we make a little bit less than, than the national average. But at the end of the day, if black women were truly concerned about those type of things, they wouldn't make the complaints they make. 
the issue is black women aren't good people, but everybody's scared oh, to come out. Here and we go. No, 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 it's just but the actual truth. Wrong, I don't even I mean, have to with you tonight. No, no. Every time I say this, nobody says anything to prove differently. Yeah, but I think all these conversations, concrete in all fairness, all these conversations that have been had on all these panels and all the things that men have talked and have been able to bring to light about our women. It's not like we're just starting this conversation today. We're on chapter 196 right what, now. We didn't what, just start. So all the things that you've learned. You wouldn't call that shit bad. People, how, how it's been talked about, how <laughs> children are used as weapons. You know, like, come on, man. If I, if I dive into that, Roger, no, this is a, he brings that up every panel and I get triggered every panel. But it hasn't changed from week to week. But see, this is the thing. When I say it, I'm not saying as a person that just wants to say something bad about black women. I'm saying with the information, how many reasons do I need to give you is the only question I would ask. And I'll give you that many reasons if I really want to go into how bad no, they are. Ahead, how many are you gonna well, 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 we're, we are <laughs> having final thoughts. Um, it is now 6.48 here in Mississippi. Um, I got shit to do. Concrete has shit to do. And I'm pretty sure you guys got shit to do. So let's wrap it up. And you know, um, we'll be back Wednesday because I'm sure we're yeah. gonna have shit. We'll talk. let Roger finish his point, then we'll go into final thoughts from everybody. Okay. Well, well, this this is my thing. They're not good people, and we can tell this based on behavior. Because even when you talk about marriage, they're the least okay. married women. Now, there's no rule barring other men from marrying black women. It's not like everybody else sees them as such a commodity that they're marrying them instead of black men, because that's not happening. So. The general public perception is they're not good enough to marry. Then the ones that get married, men are going to react to uh, what a woman wants. Either he's going to say she's good enough to do it or she's not good enough for me to care. So whatever that woman wants in that relationship, if the man is unwilling to give it to her, he doesn't value her enough to even keep around and say, I'm going to do it. Whether that's stop right. cheating, lose weight. Uh, get a better job, start a business, whatever it is, whatever complaint that that particular woman made to her particular man, he said, no, he's not going to do it. You're not worthy of me giving this extra effort. And that that comes across with all the stuff that, that's uh, about black women being bad people. And when we look at the the children they're raising, well, the fact that children don't respect adults the way they should, they're not educated the way they should, they're not dressed the way they should, our girls are dressing like whores, straight up. You know what I'm saying? It's, it, it's happened to me, and it's going to happen to other grown men, too. We done, we done been driving around, spent the car around to go holler at a chick, and we pull up on her, and she 12, 13, 14, 15, 16. Wow. She ain't even grown. And we sitting there, why is a woman, why is a, a, a girl who's in high school dressed like a woman at the club? That don't even make sense. I should never pull up on a chick and, and she dressed like some hoe at the club, and she You're going right, to school. Right. So, can I, all, but can I, lot, after he's done, can I make a really quick statement? It'll take me about thirty seconds when he's done. You know, what? and I'm 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 gonna shorten this up since they got to go. And and I'm gonna say this, because con, con, concrete rolls, I got beef with you, not a, not a big one, uh -oh. but a, a small beef. <laughs> no, because when I talk about black women not being good people, when you when you start saying what I said, you keep saying that I say all, which I've never said all. And you keep saying that they're inherently as if they don't they don't have a choice in the matter. They're not good people because they don't choose to be good people. Mm. 
They got every ability in this society to be a good person, just like everybody else does. We They're have to do a not panel choosing. on this, or else when you do a panel about our black women good people, please invite me over because we got to have a conversation a topic specifically, um, you know, regarding a conversation specifically regarding this topic. Mm-hmm. Of, of course, of course. Mm-hmm. But understand this: when you t- ask me how do I know it, I'll give you a list as long as the day, and I'm not playing. Oh Lord. This is going to take me 30 seconds, and this probably would make an awesome fucking panel, by the way. And this is uh, kind of in reference to um, uh, Tatum Oakland in the chat. He said, uh, basically, um, too many, it's too many men. Women over time have too many DNA deposits. It impedes her ability to bond. So I wanted to piggyback mm, that. So yeah. what it is, and, and it's called oxytocin. It, mm. it, it's a chemical called oxytocin is what they secrete. Right, because men secrete testosterone when we have sex. Women secrete oxytocin. Oxytocin is the chemical with women that allows her to bond with her child during best breastfeeding. Do the women disagree so far? Dang, don't no, tell no, me. No, I'm, I'm, no, 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 I agree. I, I <laughs> okay, no doubt. So, so you know, the that's why they said that's why they say uh, children who breastfeed, uh, you know, end up being smarter and have better connections with their mothers because the trans for of uh, a chemical called oxytocin. But what's happening is I have a theory. My theory is women, modern women are depleting their oxytocin deposits by having too many sexual partners. And that's why you're seeing a rise of abuse in children because they're not able to bond with their children. That's why you're seeing the, what is that fucking um, shit that they call a postpartum? That's why you're seeing a rise in postpartum. That's why you're seeing a rise in women abusing their children because they're having too many sexual partners and that's limiting their ability to bond with their children. That's my theory. I actually, um, well, I'm, not really, I'm not really in disagreement of that. Um, I think a lot, if, if a, what, bitches be crazy because they don't let a bunch of crazy motherfuckers nut in them. I, I actually that's believe true. that. That's, that's you really take on a lot of soul ties and shit. Yep. Every time you have sex with somebody, they leave a deposit in your soul and you carry that around with you. So, yeah. It's called microchimerism. Okay. And let me say one other small thing. Spiritual people, we call it soul ties. Right. Let me say one other small thing. Even when it comes to the men in marriage and who they will and won't marry, even the men that are bad, that a lot of women go to them to get a baby because a good man won't give them one, they go to these negative men. Even those dudes won't marry the women. So that should tell you something right there. If a negative man won't marry the women. Exactly. He he already barely keep a job if he got one at all. He already not trying to actually be a protector or provider or a leader. Yet he ain't going to do it either. So if if the good men won't marry you and then a lot of the bad men won't marry you, how can you even think to yourself that somehow you're the marriage, the marriage type? As a consensus of men, black women are unworthy to be married. That's the consensus of black men, and that's the consensus of all the other men that haven't taken our place to come marry these women. Roger, Roger, Roger. Okay. Um, and, and someone said, was that was that science? I literally said it was my theory. <laughs> who else did we have up here for follow? Jack Spade, you want to do your final commentary? Yes, ma'am. What's up, everybody? This is my final take. Thanks for joining us. Twofold. If you ain't married, it ain't cheating. Single people can have sex with whoever they want. Uh, If you're in a relationship with a person, if you ain't married, you're single. 
Well, just don't commit to the person and tell them you're in a monogamous relationship and you're going to be faithful and committed to them. And, and All right. So let me go to my second fold. Second fold. Uh, as a gentleman that understands that rule, when uh, the woman that I ended up marrying, once I started realizing that I was setting uh, wife expectations on her, I says, all right, before I can even start setting all of this and keep things moving, I need to put it on paper. So that was part of the reason why I got married to her. Once I put, once I put it on paper, then I could put wife expectations on her. So, so as I said, looping back to the beginning, if you ain't married, y'all too single, y'all can have sex whoever you want to, whoever you want to have sex with. And that's my final now, take. I got to push back on that, honestly. I got to push back. Y'all here, I just I gotta yeah. push back. Listen, no, we can we we, we, we can touch it. We can touch it Wednesday. Next person, we can touch Wednesday. No, next yeah. person. Well, I'm, I'm just gonna say as a man, because silence means consent. I am not gonna co-sign that. If you are in a committed relationship, you're supposed to stick to your commitment. Period. Keith, I, I would agree with that. Your final commentary, and then you can you can chime in on what Jack said. Um, no, I mean it's just you know. It's honestly sad, man. You know, you know, people who know me in these spaces know I've, you know, I've, I've uh, you know, why I'm here and what I've talked about. And, you know, I'm an asshole, but it does kind of sadden me, man. I, I know it's fucking over. Say what? I said true. I was agreeing with you. you no, know, I mean, you know, it's, you know what? Honestly, like, I just, I'm just brutally fucking honest. All right, like, even when I ask questions of you, I, I'm just straight the fuck up. When I hear people speak. They're not very deliberate in, in, in the way that they speak. They do a lot of dancing around. I get to the point very quick. I'm very deliberate. Sometimes it's it's why I get angry on the panels when I hear guys just, you know, people going on and on and on. It's like if you're if you're intelligent, you should be able to make your point within 20 seconds. But, you know, so at the end of the day, man, it does kind of sad me, you know, to see it kind of crumbling. I know there's no going back. You know, it's it, uh, I, I do ponder now. What do I think the future is for people who look like me, man? And uh, but I don't have any ties to anybody. I'm just, you know, yeah, people know my story. Uh, but fuck, like black people, we're fucking finished, man. Like, uh, you know, in in you know, two three generations, what do people like me? What what kind of world would we be living in, man? It's it's fucking sad, man. And there's nothing we can do about it at this point. But man, I'm about to sing. We are the world. We are the children. Yep. <laughs> so, so let me let me finish up. Right. Let me finish up. Okay. So the problem, um, the problems that we're facing is irreversible for some, uh, and far too many, especially in the Gen X uh, boomer generations. Um, and like Sister George said, the further we get away from it, um, the more you'll see improvement. Yes, there is a large push to you know. Um, for this whole feminist agenda or what have you. And the reason for that is because other generations are pushing back on it. Um, they're not as really susceptible to it as the boomers were or the, you know, um, or Gen X. It only took slight subtleties in order for that to happen uh, during those generations, you know, like a guest appearance here of the sexy, sassy, single black woman, Rolona or Florence from, you know, Jefferson's. It only took a little bit and you know to to tantalize young ladies about that lifestyle however it's not as effective with the other generation so they got to go all out and just you know kill star wars and and um avengers and x-men they just they just really got to go all out they they went from subliminal to bliminal to superbliminal right now um, and it's going to be named the next movie is going to need be named joan wick yeah so yeah it's getting bad um, or Jane Wick or some shit. 
Right, exactly. And that's because what's happening is um, the the younger generations are seeing, you know, the tears in the pillow of the boomers and the Gen X women. Uh, they okay. are. And I know many of them are hiding it, but they know that it exists. And they're also seeing. So the why women. aren't they making changes? Because they seem like well, they don't have to make more, we, their behavior is more immoral, immoral than, well, than the previous generations. The generation. I'm Gen X. We're finished. Meg the. Yeah, but I'm talking about even when you talk about uh, new age people that are maybe in their um, 20, 21 years old, like they are even more immoral than the generation. It's like morality ceases to exist almost. Like they worship the stallion and twerking everywhere and in the grocery store. And I mean, why aren't they? It's happening because Gen X women are telling them it's okay. And they listen. That's yeah, why. Exactly. So when I say that it can be reversed or remove the salt, I'm really saying for future generations, um, not this one. You know, because, yeah, I, yeah, I think that a lot of Gen X women in particular see um, see millennial and zillennial women as a sexual competition. And they are. Um, and no matter what you're going to lose, whether they're twer- twerking or not. You know, if a man had to choose between an old twerker and a young twerker, he's going to choose the young twerker. <laughs> so, you know, like, you know, there, there's no winning that. And no, ma- no matter how many babies you convince her to have or, you know, any, you, there's no winning that um, competition. Um, but um, so, no, I'm not saying that they're that they are without problems and that there isn't a negative influence or impact um, on them. What I'm saying is it's taking society a far greater effort to do that. Um, that's why they oh, have okay, the show. Okay, okay, okay. I got you. Um, and things like that. However, um, their natural tendencies is coming out. Um, it's just right now they're confused on their uh, timeline. Um, and the sense of urgency isn't 100%. But they all do want that Starbucks goal that Sister George was talking about. Let's be clear. Where yes. what I know um, in the Generation um, X is that they actually genuinely seriously did not want that which was very disturbing there were a lot of women um in my generation that did not want that and they really was on some single for life shit um because they thought it was a good thing so it it is getting better and there is potential for the future um as long as gen x um teach um the future generations to learn from their mistakes and not perpetuate them or the younger generations learn it themselves. Um, Gen X and beyond is finished, unfortunately. Find somebody to die with comfortably. And, you know, um, and if you're Gen X men, perhaps, you know, um, find a younger woman or um, someone, you know, someone um, internationally. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm going to say as my final thoughts, um, I don't think it's over because at the end of the day, all, all women got to do is choose differently. We're just at a position right now where it's basically more than obvious that black women just really don't care about black men. Now, when we're ready to deal with that on his head, uh, yeah. maybe some things can happen with old, older folks. But uh, when it comes down to it, I don't expect Gen X to teach the younger ones anything that's going to really help them on a large scale because they are in competition with those women because they're a bunch of unmarried, unsatisfied women themselves, and they're still trying to grab hold to whatever man they can. And it's not like they're going to have some great moral code to say, well, I'm not going to talk to a man that's under 25 just because I got a daughter that's uh, in, uh, 25, 26. They're not going to do that. So at the end of the day, they are in competition. 
and that's just what it is. And people that you're competing can competing against generally aren't going to help you. That's just well, the way it works. I, I want to say, um, I want to give, give you a little pushback. I don't necessarily think it's that black women don't care about black men. I think that black women don't care about themselves because of the choices that we make. Um, when you know better, you do better. But if you um, have been raised by a ratchet or you've been raised by a woman that was very feminist um, or raised by someone who didn't instill um, basic values of self-love within you and you had a woman that was in competition with you growing up, then you're not going to have love for black men because you don't really have love for yourself. So that has a lot to do with it. And um, I think the rest of the things that you said, um, especially the competition, I'm definitely in agreement with. Well, I'm going to say this. Uh, you can't if you don't love yourself, how are you going to love someone that's not yourself? Yeah, it doesn't have anything to do with um, a woman love loving a man. Um, a woman who doesn't love herself is not going to love a man either. But we're taught um, a lot of us are taught self-hate at a very, very early age. And we see self-hate um, being demonstrated um, within our community from a very early age. So um, there's not an incentive to really learn um, how to take care of yourself and how to love yourself. So I, I think that has a lot to do with it. I think you should call it by its actual name. It ain't self-hate, it's white supremacy. Okay. Black women are generally white okay. supremacists. Well, let's go ahead and finish with the um, final commentary because I'm at 3% and my phone about to die and I won't be I think able that's everybody. To... Um, that was everybody. Yeah. yeah. Let, me, let, me, let me just throw one more. Let me just throw one more thing in there. Real and quick. This is, and this is to the millennials. I hear y'all, but unfortunately, the way I view uh, millennials are black millennials they are equivalent to black people magic and black girl magic where some odd reason folks just expecting stuff just to change automatically, no process, no effort, no method behind it. It's just, hmm. we're going to flap our arms and something is going to change. We'll fly. Right. And that's the poor teaching of Gen X and, and boomers. I mean, they start, they start things like black girl magic. Y'all got to stop doing that. Y'all fucking up the, um, your daughters, the way uh, your mother's fucked you up. In your so, words, you okay. Well, I'm just gonna say this. Thank you for everybody who joined. Wait, the wait, wait. we got Edward I'm, Anderson. I, okay, well, I'm gonna jump down, so I got, I gotta. Say uh, and I'm, my I'm phone gonna dies. let Edward get um, his tweet no, in. No, I don't have time. My phone about to die. No, literally. Okay, you go ahead, and I'm gonna let him in, and I'm gonna end the show. Okay, I just literally wanted to say thanks to everybody who joined the panel. This was a super dope conversation, very productive. I learned a lot. It was very beneficial. I'll be listening from the chat. Peace out, everybody. And we and we didn't cuss each other out. Concrete. Imagine yes. that. Look at that. Boom. <laughs> Peace. Okay, Edward, what's your final thoughts? Cause... Yeah, Keith, Keith didn't cut somebody out. He deserves a gold star. <laughs> oh, hey, just man, like I'm me, just, I'm, a I'm a, just like a nigga. I'm I'm on here at the end just to show up. <laughs> Late.
anyway, so I'll say this. I mean, as far shout out to the website um, blackandmarriedwithkids.com, which is ran by a black man and black female, a marriage, a they are married couple. It's actually a much larger website, so I always like to promote that when these topics come on because if black men say some shit that hurts black women's feelings, they could go to that magical website and pretend that that's what the reality really is. As far as black women being marriage material, here's the thing. Um, definitely the the PR representation would not lend itself. So it's like what Roger said. If you ask most black men that are going to tell the truth and you ask uh, most non-black men, do black women, ADOS in particular, have the representation of being married? You know, unless they're trying to fuck you and they tell you the truth, they're going to say no. But with that being said, if a black woman wants to get married in 2020, she can get married. You don't have to be in a you don't you can be a, a fucking five um, really you, and get married. It just um, even to a black man, even to a black man, that's better than ain't shit. It just depends on what you're looking for. So the real question is never are they worthy of marriage? The real question is, are they worthy of a do over? Are they worthy of a. I went as a brand new car. Now I'm going to try to present myself as a certified pre-owned when I'm actually a salvage title or some shit like that. I fucked my, I fucked over in the twenties. So can I do a do over in my thirties? And the real question is number one, what value you're bringing? And number two, what are you really looking for? If you're looking for a six foot nigga, that can get a whole bunch of, they can get women. That's an alpha type of dude. Then you're probably going to have a hard time, especially if you have baggage. But if you're looking yeah, for somebody right. to be a security blanket, well, now you're dealing with dudes in their 30s where the testosterone is not creating as much thirst and they're actually evaluating you more and they have mm -hmm. experience. The The biggest issue that, that women have with men is men that have experience under them belt, especially if they don't have baggage, basically, these would be kids and bills and child support. Because now they can evaluate you without from the perspective of I just want to fuck. Most dudes in their 20s can't see past wanting to fuck a bitch. And then once they get that nut off, now they're looking at, okay, what do you really look like? What are you about? And then that's why they get ghosted. Um, so you got to catch these dudes early. That's why when women try to get married in their 30s, this is not just black women. White women especially too because white men ain't playing that shit. It's harder. Mm -hmm. So the truth is you black women can get married. But what are you really looking for when you're trying to get married? Um, and it's really and women are not used to campaigning to get married. They're they're not you black women are not used to going to the pageant and trying to prepare themselves to get picked. If you tell we, them what does it take to know, go to we, college? We hate that. Go ahead. Shit. I um we hate the word compete. Um black women are like, fuck that, we ain't competing for shit. And that's a big part of the problem too. Yeah, and, and here's the thing you're going up against with black men. It's kind of like what the Democratic Party has to deal with. Yeah, a lot of black people may not vote for Trump, but they don't have to vote either. And that's actually, I mean, in black people have a much bigger reputa rep uh, reputation for staying a black ass home, especially black and men. Staying a black ass home than necessarily voting against you. And if you absolutely need their vote, like the Democrats do, that will fuck you up. What does that have to do with marriage? Well, black men have a representation on waiting. You got black men I can tell you brothers that are in the manosphere that are I'm, when I say productive, they are apex dudes when it comes to marriage. They are actually with the women, woman they had kids with, but they're not married to them. 
but that woman is cooperating. They're in probably by de facto a common law marriage. So dudes don't have to get married. So the question is, you have to ask yourself, what do I need to do to get this dude off the fence? And the problem is women are looking at this from a perspective of what marriage does for them, not what what how can they be an asset to marriage? And that's where the issue is. Okay. I mean, hey, Edward, we on friends on other media. The perfect example of that right now is that the chick that's been passed around social media, the Brittany Griner. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, we know. Absolutely. Absolutely. She's an example of light skin craziness, but go ahead. But now there's a new video floating around of her. Well, you know, I got the right to change my mind. I want a relationship. Da, da, da. You know, it's like that that wall, that, that shit is always predictable, man. So that's yeah. All so you we need know- to say about Brittany Griner is you go on her social media and you see pictures with her and Tiana Trump. Tiana Trump is a porn star. Um, like right. and they look so, like sisters. That that end of as far as the marriage end of. So when Concrete Rose was saying, "Are you deserving?" You know, I mean, I don't know if the word "deserve." That, well, I guess the answer is I don't have to give you a second chance. I don't have to accept you Bro. as the answer. That's I don't. I, because here's the way I look at it: as much shit as I've done to become the man that I am, I don't deserve a reformed hope. If I decide that marriage is for me, I deserve better than a reformed hope. Because I'm better than that. I'm sorry. Go to the plumber. Go go to the bottom barrel, dude. That's who you deserve. Well, well I would I would say that's the deserving question is a wrong question. You have to really do a cost benefit analysis. You need to be honest about where you are in the sexual marketplace value, and then you need to look at the dudes that are in that value. Now, most women are not going to look at it that way because they have the millennial women have this disease called they, they have the I am the table disease. Yeah, well, yeah, hold out itis where they think they can hold out. And look, you look at, and I hate to bring up celebrities, but you look at celebrities, motherfuckers that are in their 40s, 49, and 50s, and they, they act like, look at Tracy Ellis Ross. Now, she was married, but um, these women think that they, it's like they wait till their sexual marketplace value has been completely wrung out like a rag with water well, it's before they realize example, I need to settle the fuck down. That like, you're, it's actually if, if a you're, good example, bro. Because what you're saying is these are basically the most desirable women in the universe, right? The most attractive, just generally, like arguably speaking, right? So if these women here, the Holly Berries and all that can't fucking beat the goddamn universe at this game, what makes you think the average fucking chick out here working in customer service is going to do? Well, the so, problem with so, the average uh, chick so, is so uh, the third niggas are in their social media. Y'all do realize like yeah, these are final thoughts. So anyway, I said my final thoughts, so I'm good. So what's her name? Um, um Tracy Ellis Ross and Maya thing. That's an example of um, you know, Gen X and older women um who made a mistake with the feminist thing and now they want to shit in the pond. You know, they're like, oh, men are so bad. I'm marrying myself or I do it when I want to. They're, you know, they, they're trying to poison the next generation. You got it. You got to check bitches like that. And that's why I was so hard on YouTube um, about not going completely against the system. because That's what the system You is. know what it is, though, Game Changer. And I, I wanted to talk to you about this and I'm going to keep this real short. Um, a lot of the times. And, uh, and I thought I really thought long and hard, like, why would there be a need to even try to uh, attempt to hold on to a certain thing? But when you have had women take care of you, um, the gynocracy or um, the matriarch, 
I have had women who weren't related to me take care of me. I have had women who were part of the gynocracy that looked out for me. Now, the question be that became to me was, are these women going to actually be able to protect me better than a man? And the question is, fuck no, hell no, it ain't gonna happen. Oh shit. And so um, with me realizing that, then, you know, it's, it's just time to make a decision, you know, um, I want women to be better, but um, I know how imperative, imperative it is to support our men. And in order for our society to be better, um, the men need to be better and the boys need to be better. So that's my final thought. All right. Um, I appreciate it. And I, and I agree. I'm going to hop off so I don't get tempted to say something else. Hey, I, hey, sister, I appreciate you having me. This was a great fucking panel. All right. I actually enjoyed this panel. So respect to you, you know, maybe in the future, my friend. Thank you so much. Um, have a good one. Tedros, what you got? Well, it's unfortunate everybody left. Um, I understand it's at the end of uh, the discussion. So, but uh, I do have some confrontational things to say. Uh, so first off, I, I won't be long-winded because I know you, you say you got shit to do. Um, but, you know, some of the uh, viewpoints I've seen are pretty delusional. Um, you got silent talking about some... Uh, Oh, this is a, this is new men. This is a new generation of men. We're doing this and we're doing that. Look, the bottom line is um, the average black man is lagging behind other groups just in basic areas such as education or uh, a pursuit of business, owning business. And I'm not saying I'm not saying it's all our fault or anything. I'm, I'm but I'm just saying uh, we, we got a lot of stuff to clean up amongst our our gender outside of independent of black women bullshit. Okay. We got some, some black male bullshit that we got to clean up. Let's, let's say hypothetically the black women got on board, did everything we, we asked and everything. There's still some problems we have independent of that. So some of this shit I'm, I'm hearing is, is complete delusional nonsense. It's complete bullshit. Uh, and this is the last point I'll make Uh Roger report. He keeps on over the past several streams. I keep, I see him trying to, continue with this uh idea that oh black women aren't good aren't good people okay uh let's say i agree with that okay well what's his proof that black men are good people so you know and he's saying that he's saying that oh well well you can't disprove what i'm saying okay well can you prove black men are, are, are good men where you, where you going with this you know so uh so yeah that's that's bullshit too and uh at the end of the day um, we got to be uh, society, uh, nation building minded, not this. I mean, you know, uh, y'all have brought up some good topics over the past few streams. Roger, Roger. Uh, no, you can't. Um, I mean, I don't know if you're about to have. <laughs> no, you can't, Roger. No, you can't. But um, so uh, but if you got a stream, I'm, uh, you know, I don't know if you got a stream. I'll come over on that. But um, but yeah, so we need to be nation minded, builded, uh, nation building minded. And, you know, I keep seeing this conversation regenerate over the women need to do this. The women need to do that. Yeah, black women need to, need to do a lot of stuff. But the black men, we got some shit independent of women that needs to be done. And that's just there's this. That's the bottom fucking line. And uh, that's my final thoughts. Well, thank you so much, Tedros. Um, we, me and Concrete, we really, really, really appreciate everybody's support. Um, shout out to DJ Knopf again for the cash app. We, man, we can't say thank you enough. 
Um, ho hopefully you guys will join us Wednesday. We'll be back with some more uh, exciting topics and we hope you guys have a great start to the week. Don't take no wooden nipples and wear condoms. We're out. Have a good one.